If you having girl problems, I feel bad for you, son. I, I got, got 99, 99 problems, problems, but a bitch ain't one. I got the rap patrol on the cat patrol. Foes that want to make sure my cask is closed. Rap critics to save money, cash holes. I'm from the hood, stupid. What type of facts are those? If you grew up with hoes and you zap toes, you celebrate the minute you was having dough. I'm like, fuck critics, you can kiss my whole asshole. If you don't like my lyrics, you can press fast forward. Got beef with radio, bomb. Play they show, they don't play my hits. Well, I don't give a shit. So, rap max try and use my black ass so advertisers could give them more cash for ads. Fuckers, I don't know what you take me as or understand the intelligence that Jay Z has. I'm from rags, the richest niggas. I ain't dumb. I got 99 problems, but a bitch ain't one. Hit me, hit me, hit me. Uh, what the fuck is wrong with y'all Damn, niggas, man? Y'all niggas talking about y'all want that pure. Y'all niggas talking about y'all want the raw. But you keep going back to the stepped on. What? Y'all keep going back to the stepped on. That's that rehab pack, nigga. That's more than 12 steps y'all sitting on. Okay, okay. At the running trips compound, we guarantee no more than two steps, nigga. No more than two steps before we give it to you. That's, that's... That's 88 That's That's a number. That's a number. That's better than what the competition doing. Look. Heard you having girl problems. I feel bad for you, son. I, I got 99, 99 problems, problems, but I burn A1. <laughs> Pay us like you owe us, nigga. We want to wait for 100. Uh. We're pointing live. We're pointing live. Uh-huh. We're pointing live. Vibrations is high in these times. Uh-huh. These are sacred times we living in. Okay. History is what we make it. And like a trillion cut diamond dancing, we remain brilliant. It's Trish said, you bitch ass niggas. And on that note, I think my boy, Lona Well, my cousin, flesh of my flesh, blood of my motherfucking blood, nigga. He bought the bus off one to bless the mic. Go ahead and run it, nigga. Yo, die. More throwaway witness for you. Uh, desperate measurements. The ski is a perfect fit. My wife in a pistol grip. My hood is omniscient. My block don't blink. It's cam ready. Slap boxing. These hands heavy. Tube sock and a grand medley. Hot shit. Mm. I blam Nelly's underlay. Baby, don't panic. Just play. Like mechanic on the cars when they spray. Like mm. a standing ovate. When they get the clap in my way. Treat a nigga on his knees like prey. Predators ain't coming. Damn the address, nigga. Keep going. <laughs> Predators incoming, metal torch one function, skeletal your pumpkin. Don't go turn into a he man, cause your bitch got fucked by the weed man. All for a hoe, don't get he fam. Evangelist couldn't save you. See the pheasant we ran to throw the only thing that's mine. I'm in the cut like a suture. Everybody's a twofer. Double homies come daily. I'm mm. just trying to detour. They wash the blood in the sewer. I get a O and I. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Y'all niggas know what's up, and. I'm about to run it next. It's your boy. It's the bully. We show niggas how I'm running it. Look, ain't talking to be. Let's see. Um, it's a new year. Now niggas run around like you real, like Doom say. You close but no krills. Okay. I hold three dollar bill. You fake ass nigga. Uh-huh. Wanna be down so bad? I make sure you drown. You crystal lake ass nigga. <laughs> with your lame ass, you can't even contain gasps. When I slide through with the face mask, mm. check the play bag. Okay. We been legit since day one. What else? Respect my cousin. Refer to him as sir like Jason. Mm. This is special herb. He guaranteed to blaze up. Okay. 
Don't need to check the math. The price on the eighth is way up. Don't even take a bath, cause now I gotta wet you. <laughs> I didn't wanna do it, but I owe you for December. Uh. Fuck a seat, I flipped the table. I spoke to Solange to imagine this. It's a new year, we doubled the budget for Amethyst. <laughs> it's Trish set, we lit light. Both sides of the candle wick. Okay. Fuck a candlestick. When I was 14, I risked my life for a Spanish bitch. Yes. Now I'm 30 getting gra- from a nigga named Spanish Rick. Mm. Y'all niggas know what the fuck going on. Hey, yo, bro. Yo, dad. It's your favorite cousins. It's the Running Trips podcast, the most dangerous podcast in America. Okay. Trips set, trips set, trips set. What? No way. The bad boys of this podcast share more money, more murders. The best two men squad in the league. Running the train on podcasting. Doing what? Doing the most good, my nigga. Shout to Mac Miller. RIP the Big Mac. Easy Mac. But we ain't gonna be easy on you fuck niggas, bro. Mm-hmm. What's that next part, bro? Right now? Yeah, what's right that next part, dog? Warn these niggas, inform these niggas what the brand consists of, what we get. This brand that we've built up, week right? Week after week. Week after week. 99N, right, bro? Yo, da. 99N. Look, if you came here for the most potent and thought provoking rap commentary in the podcast rap category, filled with topics to boost your mental health while speaking on the culture, mm-hmm. past, and present, but at the same time, you want to feel what Future felt when he saw that flick of Lori Harvey and Michael B. Jordan together? What the fuck is this bitch doing? I thought I blocked her. Oh, Michael B. posted this shit. Oh, okay. Fucking. Yeah. Wallace, man. All right, All right Wallace. All right, Wallace. Yeah. <laughs> Killmonger. Why's it got to be like this? I'm about yeah. to show you fuck, nigga. Yeah, I bury you with your ancestors. Yeah, I'm going to give you a hardball, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking with us, nigga. Run a truck and run a motherfucking fade. But if you came here to listen to two niggas that are mixed between Ghostface Killer and Trick Daddy. Ghostface Daddy? Trick Killer? Yeah, I'm having to be Ghostface Daddy. Ghostface dog. Daddy? <laughs> Give me the name of that first album, dog. Ghostface Daddy, um, let's see. Thug Chronicles, the 4th September. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see um, I want to see a pair of cream and blue stained wallabies hanging from electrical wire outside the poker bean projects. You know that? Feel what I'm saying? Should I get deep in the rap, bro? Should I get deep in the rap, bro? Get deep in the rap, bro. If you came here to listen to two niggas that are a mix between Brent Fires and Benny the Butcher, Brent the Butcher. Many fires. <laughs> Many fires? Hey, hey. Brett the Butcher go way harder, dog. <laughs> I don't know, dog. Uh, uh, Benny Fires sound like he, he, he dropped a sweet-ass reggaeton album, dog. Don't give my dope to him. <laughs> <laughs> See, I got so many O's. <laughs> but they don't cook like you. Try to get deep in the rap, bro. Get deep in the rap, bro. If you came here to listen to two niggas that I mixed between Tyler the Creator... And Duke Deuce. Tyler the Deuce. Duke Duke the Creator. Duke the Creator. Instead of of Flower Boy, Powder Boy. Y'all niggas know what's going on, bro. Speaking of powder, bro, what's the price on the eighth in China? Uh, We was $360. Not the deluxe, though. The deluxe. The price of the t- what's the what's the price of the eighth in China deluxe? What's the numbers, bro? Right, the deluxe pack right now going for four fifty. 
four fifty something. Plus shipping and handling, four fifty. Because at least twenty five ninety nine for shipping and handling. And then I was just shipping and handling. There's a, a service fee. Oh, uh, international tax as well. As well as well Terrorist, as a, nigga. as well as a luxury tax. <sighs> And low key, we can add a pink tax on that too, because your bitch probably gonna be smoking the pack too. Hey, six hundred dollars, <laughs> fluffy, for <laughs> <laughs> dog. But if you came here to listen to two niggas that will play "Sweet Lady" by Tyrese to uplift these beautiful black women, edify the spirit of every queen listening, and mine. Body. And so. But at the same time, we'll play fucking problems by two chains. Yeah. Sweet talking to these bitches. I like that bitch. Sweet talking to these skeezers. A hood ass chicken head, you feel me? You know, little eaters out there like do that nasty shit. They like to be told to shut the fuck up every now and again, you feel me? My, my, my pep talk turned into a pep rally real quick, man. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Baby girl, close your eyes, open your mouth, and lift your motherfucking hands. Because I came to the right place. We are here to provide the high quality content. <laughs> <laughs> and, really, so. <laughs> and really figure out, is it Uchi Wally or one mic? Huh? But in today's case, is it American Gangster or who you with? Okay. Y'all didn't know what the fuck going on. I am the brow bully, a part-time activist, part-time gang enthusiast, a.k.a. Almighty Twy, a.k.a. the Jared Leto of the ghetto, a.k.a. the little spoon goon, a.k.a. Twilito Valentino, I'm known to be fast me late, a.k.a. Jedi Twy, I'm from the west side of the force. And last week, I freestyled an alias without a proper introduction. So I tweaked it and brought it back to y'all. Okay. So do I have your consent to proceed and bless the folks, man? Of course. Spiritual elements in this man. I don't feel content in my spirit unless you fortify mine with yours, bro. Do I have your consent to proceed, bro? You have my consent, dog. Thank you, thank you. My full consent. Thank you and Jesus. I am the brow bully, aka the wipe your nose, Romeo. I'll die for my bitch, but y'all can call me Westside Twilight. (laughs) I want half of the dynamic duo, and I'm here with the New Jersey Devil. The poster boy for black sociopaths, my cousin the confidant, the Farrakhan of marijuana, human PCP in the flesh. He's the reason you find a Fenny print durag under your bitch's pillow. A legend in two games, tax fraud, and a snating one of hoes niggas he had beef with. Which rival you trying to pop, my nigga? I'm not popping nobody, dog. Come on, bro. I like all of Pick one nigga hoes have beef with and tell me how you going to snate his fucking ass. <laughs> I'd rather not implicate myself, but if I had to pop, if I had to pop somebody you hold that beef with, uh, I think I'm good on all friends, dog. I think I'm There's good. There's nobody? Not the whole beef that I don't want to pop right now. Nobody. nobody. It's not one, not one name. Because I like jazz. I'm not going to pop none of my beef. Of course not Dipset. Let's see who else. Fuck the Haven for Kayla. Does he count? I feel like he count. I right, fuck the Haven then for Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
ass Lance, you can throw him <laughs> Sorry, Lance. <laughs> he smoking dust. I know that black boy. White folks can trust. Low no well. What's going on? I'll talk to any nigga one time. I'll talk to any nigga one time. Go ahead, man. It's your boy Low Key Noel, the hood queen counselor. The hood Greek counselor. <laughs> 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 Sorry, Lance. <laughs> He's just trying to advance his quotes. Yeah, yeah, the hood queef counselor, dog. Yeah. Make that pussy talk. That's <laughs> big nasty, man. That's disgusting. What you just said was was vile. <laughs> that was some foul ass shit. Yeah. Hey, disclaimer, before this nigga even continue on, I wanna make one thing clear. Look, this is Thursday night because I'm gonna be leaving tomorrow. And we just recording Monday night. Yeah. So low key, we back to back to back with all. So look, also look, if something crazy wild happened in our absence or our perceived absence or whatever, like oh, some super wild shit happened Saturday night, Tuesday the podcast dropped. These niggas ignoring black Wait, women or some shit. <laughs> nah. That's not the case. It's this is Thursday night. Yeah. This is the what the fourteenth. Mm-hmm. It's the fourteenth at eight oh seven p.m. Your boy just got fresh off the gay, and I wrote this motherfucking episode quick, fast, in a hurry. So go ahead and proceed. Let these motherfuckers know who the fuck you is, my nigga. Yo, dog. It's your boy Low Key Noel. A.K. Lowkey Loco, A.K. Mr. Campbell Mill and Chill. You know I'm emotionally available right now. Tell me your flavors. A.K. Mm. Can't ban the low man. Okay. Was it 36 flavors or 32 flavors? Uh, Bubblicious Bubblegum. Is that what you're swinging? Yeah. <laughs> 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 okay. Not online. I know. Well, bless us with a flavor, but you brought it up. So. Um, sage. Uh, winter Sage right now. So winter Sage? Over, yeah, Winter Sage. Mine's probably come. <laughs> I don't know where that lands on the flavor index, right? I, I wouldn't know. I'm saying, I, I wouldn't know. I was saying, it's popular though. <laughs> and this is the podcast version of Do the Right Thing. Okay. <laughs> now, why would I say that, bro? I have no idea. <laughs> uh, Radio Raheem got choked out. Uh, Buggy Mouse Kicks got scuffed the fuck up. Mookie got some good pussy on a hot summer day, so What's that's the one. The throat. The throat, yeah. Watch the throat, From a bad Rosie Perez at the time, yeah, so. Uh, yeah, what else happened? Ice Cubes. Oh, Ice, ice, ice Cubes was in, definitely involved. Ice Cubes was involved. Put the sun in the other room. Uh-huh. In my mind, all we need is one reason to burn this motherfucker down. Okay. So do the right thing. And burn this motherfucker down? Either way. Either you burn it down or I will. <laughs> And with that being said, we want to tell our male listeners one thing, my niggas. Keep your motherfucking hands to your motherfucking selves. You said said what? Selves? You freaked the dog. I see those. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, keep your motherfucking hands to your motherfucking self. Keep your motherfucking hands to your motherfucking no rapists. Motherfucking hands to your motherfucking self. No rapists. G man. Uh, run it, boy. Give us some R and B on the R and B flip. R and B flip. Yeah. Let's see. Um, it's seven o'clock on the dot. I'm in my drop, drop top, cruising the streets. Oh yeah. We about to jump some low little nigga out here trying to touch on the freaks. <laughs> I pulled up Big thing over 
<laughs> like my cousin just said, boy, we pull up with that big thing on me, dog. So keep your unmoisturized, crusty, musty, and dusty ass mitts to your motherfucking self. And failure to comply with getting at least two forms of consent with emphasis will result in you getting assassinated. It's not up to me, bro. It's not up to me. Things will happen that's outside of my control. It's just a standard operating procedure, You bro. feel me? Can't keep your hands to yourself, my nigga. Mm-hmm. Neither can we. Everybody got hands. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to ask you one thing, bro. Have you ever been jumped and you look up in the corner of your eye and see a nigga doing a robot? <laughs> that shit going to stay with you, dog. Kaka sumu And you looking real sumu Not this motherfucker bro Just because it's demon time Doesn't mean it's demon time For you The shorty say no Shorty says no Don't let her run to the group chat My shorty in the group chat I catch ear like Oh Travis did what? Okay Travis ain't do that Nah Ain't no way Travis did that He did that for real? Cause that's the only Oh, Travis, come here, man. Come here. Let me talk to you, bro. Let me talk to you real quick. Boys night. Yeah. Matter of fact, you're right, bro. Slide two, bro. Uh, You know, Lo just got the uh, PS5. Yeah. So. Come through. Yeah. 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 Nah, you don't got to bring nothing. Bro, I promise you, dog. We about to have fun with 2K, bro. Wait till you see what Zion up to. Yeah, the graphics is ridiculous, man. We need you here. It looks like real fucking life, nigga. Here at the Running Trips Podcast, we practice consent with emphasis, and we do not condone taking advantage of women physically under any circumstance. And this is episode what, bro? 99, my nigga. This is episode 99, 99 Problem, Jay-Z's version, and this episode will be discussing some expert problem-solving skills amongst young black men in America. We gon' talk about it. If you're a first-time listener, running trips is a safe haven for emotional, mental, plus spiritual growth and all the other kind of fuck shit to all my real niggas in the field. Protect your spiritual handline. Give them a good word. Um, Go forth and be prosperous, my nigga. Isn't that from Star Wars? I don't know. I don't think so. Nah. So Moses said that? Who said that? Somebody said it, bro. Go forth and be prosperous. I don't know. Um, Star Trek? Start, nah, I ain't watch that track, bro. It Damn. could be Star Wars, man. It could be. That could be Malcolm, Malcolm, uh, Martin Luther King. Didn't like Jagger Hoover, or something? not Jagger Hoover, uh, Theodore Roosevelt, somebody, something. I fuck with Big Theo, so maybe. Yeah. Big Teddy. Big Teddy, yeah. dog. You know, Big Teddy kept the big hammer on him, too, yeah. boy. He ain't playing no fucking game, boy. <laughs> you feel me? Why you think Shorty was look tired, bro? <laughs> <laughs> and to all our queens, matter of fact, fuck all that shit, man. To my queen, baby, she when the time comes and I'm feeling weak, you may need to sacrifice your spiritual edges for a nigga. I, I'm not allowed to speak on this. That's true. You're not allowed to. But look, I'm, I'm being I'm being honest in front of all the folks that listen to this podcast. It's going to come a time where my spirit is compromised and you're going to have to sacrifice your spiritual edges. So are you willing to do that? Are you going to ride? <laughs> I'm just saying, just on the outside looking in, I, I think it would be a good you idea. You going to ride it for me? Huh? You, you going to die for me? Would I? I'm talking to Shorty. Oh, yeah, 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 she should. Go die for me. You gonna throw away your spiritual toothbrush? Let's get off. It's January birthstone, it's the Garnet. So, uh, give us a good word, bro. The Uh, Garnet. So, you gonna do what with the Garnet? Take that Garnet, wrap it around in your favorite bandana, pray gang blessings upon the gang, for real, for real. Because a lot of niggas don't care about us gangbangers out here, man. We banging for you. We try to put the city on the map for Big real. Namu. Big Namu. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Who the Davos ran January, right? Yeah, who 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 who, who the thunk it? Capricorn yeah. system. What cap ass nigga we got out here? Um, big shout out to Capricorn Extraordinaire Tiger Woods. Oh, yeah, one of the most cap of Capricorns. One of the most cap nigga put the cap and the coin in the Capricorn. Oh wow, yo, my niggas delete the text messages. That's it. That's my advice to you, Capricorn. Oh, Stacy, it's Tiger. Yeah, my it. wife has found out, and I need you to delete everything, all, all the voice notes. <laughs> Again, it's Tiger Woods. Call me at five five five. Stupid ass nigga, man. Fuck Tiger Woods. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Shout out to Tiger Woods, man. Yeah, big shout out he's to you, man. Black and, and he's an active father. You seen footage of yeah. him taking care of his shit, man. Yeah, I like that shit, man. Uh, same fucking stroke as homie and everything. As a um, nigga that never been taught anything by my father, I really appreciate um, somebody swinging something. As a nigga who's been uh, taught by his father, but shit happened a little too late. I was already... Before he said my ways? <laughs> yeah. I appreciate the efforts. What up to all the Twahive and Lowhead representatives? Run a check or run a motherfucker. Hey, y'all niggas know what it is. Thank you for your content support. Thank you for your unwavering, dying faithfulness to the brand. You are the foundation. You are the air beneath our wings. Without y'all, we wouldn't be doing this shit. Not at all. And we damn sure wouldn't be doing it twice in one week. <laughs> so keep liking, commenting, sharing on social media, all that good shit. You know, I just appreciate everybody. You know, word of mouth is our greatest form of currency. So run it up. It ain't Bitcoin. It's Triscoin. Tell your Tris... Oh, tell your Tris about Plug Set. <laughs> tell your plug about Tris Set. Jump that motherfucker algorithm. Because I'll tell you what. I don't know if the algorithm is on some AI shit. And if you listen to the podcast and you really ain't fucking with us. When I tell you the AI... And that motherfucking yeah. agro main fucking with us. Not so please, please, please hold us down. What up to the N words, B words, non essentials, non binaries, non POCs, and OGs checking in every motherfucking Tuesday. Y'all know it's OPMs and OPPs. Vibe check. What's going on, dog? How are you over the holiday break? Yo, dog. That was big chilling over the holiday break, man. I fell into some money, man. I fell into some. Filling us some stuff, man. By the way, we still ain't got no stimmy, so yeah, we still we still stimulantless out here. I ain't stimulus I'm, I'm, I'm understimulated, man. Yeah, for real. And I'm not a big fan of it, honestly. And I require it, and I I, I, I require stimulation. <laughs> okay, and about your break, I was a two weeks for you though. How to serve your spirit? Nah, it was a good two weeks, man. Um, literally just focused on finishing my school, my finals, or whatever. Did a big fuck up on my final, dog. What you mean? Um, what capacity? Thank goodness I passed everything. I passed the whole class, but I failed the final because uh, I was going to take it on Wednesday. I thought the final said, I thought I had until Wednesday. Motherfucker said it finishes uh, midnight of that Wednesday. So Wednesday morning, Tuesday night. I didn't find out about it until like Wednesday night. Yeah. No, no. I didn't It was still Tuesday night. I was at the gig. One of the shorties from the classes hit me up talking. We chopping it up or whatever. And the shorty's like, yo, so what you get on the final? I said, I'm going to take it to tomorrow. She's like, baby, what are you doing? <laughs> That's what you mean. You, you got saved by a black woman. Yeah. I was like, what you mean? Shorty said, um, that's just doing like an hour. <laughs> I was like, yo. No, I wasn't even an hour. I ain't had that. was like 30, 30, 40 minutes. I said, boom, let me scramble. Shorty said, don't worry. I bought the Quizlet. Mm. Boom, we'll knock this out on the phone together. I said, thank thank God for you, beautiful creature. But you still fell. Peep game. <laughs> Peep game. <laughs> okay. Like I said, Shorty got the Quizlet. It's a final. This shit is random as fuck, you feel me? Right, so right, 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 right. I'm reading the question. Shorty got to find. I'm doing my Googles as well. Nigga, as soon. We got 30 of them. All 30 of them right, bro. On the 31st, it hit 11.59, my nigga. 
the shit. I, I thought I had because I, I thought because I started before the cutoff, it would let me finish. allow you, right? Nah, as soon as it hit eleven fifty nine, my nigga, time is up. I see you. What the fuck? So I got my initial thirty right, but that's all I got on a on a hundred hundred question quiz. So I think I got thirty percent. So that bought my ninety five to a. To eighty something, so I'm still passing. Okay, something. yeah, okay, but decent, it decent. still was like, yo, what the fuck? I had no yeah. idea, bro. But that was the only L I took, man. Like I said, I ran into some, <laughs> uh, I ran into a surprise bit of money. Shout outs. I ran into a, a old friend. Shout outs to her. It was a, it was a good little break, man. Okay, um, my break was fantastic, bro. What's the word, man? Tranquil. Yo, that I had a very tranquil break, bro. Peace, nigga. Serenity. I found great pleasure in having not to think about the part and stuff like that. Nothing. I didn't not have to, to look at news and shit. Like bro, that. I didn't have to do nothing. I didn't have. I didn't have to have a fucking profound thought mm. for two weeks. I feel that. Big chilling. I watched the Mandalorian. I watched uh, my my newest guilty pleasure, um, Ninety Day Fiance. Watched like two seasons of that. I watched like four or five movies. I can't even remember last time I had time to watch movie consecutive, like back to back, because I'm always doing some shit. Um, I just had time to think, reflect on the year. I don't even think I'm gonna be able to process everything that happened last year until like summertime. Before you get deep into that thought, you just get a cut, King. I'm out here, I'm waving. Bro. Yeah. I'm sorry for cutting you off, but dog, you out here, bro. I I'm see out you, King. Here. It's coming out. You know what I'm saying? See you. I went to Mr. Hayes yesterday doing oh, my man, motherfucking thing. Right. You feel me? You know, shorty, you know, me and Shorty gonna be on there. Oh, yes, sir. You pay, you pay, you pay Bro, for you a few see dollars. What's I was doing all week, man? Yeah, I see you, my nigga. I go on to bed with a life jacket on, three do rags on and shit. It shows. Yeah, your, eff- your effort is appreciated, kid. I appreciate that, man. Wow. Whew, man. It's what God feel like. <laughs> <laughs> I finally understand what Kendrick was saying. It's <laughs> <laughs> what God feel like. Um, what the fuck was I talking about? You was, was about to get deep into the how you have to deal with all the uh, all the bullshit and shit. Oh like yeah, that. man! Like twenty twenty was a like a was a year, man. Mm. Like for real. Like we were rolling into twenty twenty thinking that you know we about to do a motherfucking thing. We started and off with a man. The motherfucking thing did it to us. Yeah. Really thinking about January to really January to January, bro. Like we did a lot. Yeah. Mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically, mm-hmm. everything was put to the test. It's fucking draining, dog. Bruh. Like, for real, bro. Think about, like, honestly, shit, we could do the last 10 years. In the last 10 year history, we've never had a year that dynamic. That's 100% for real. the truth, dog. And it not end in disaster, mm-hmm. which is probably the most remarkable part about everything. We've had some real character testing and, like, uh, Character building, building years, but it ended with turmoil, depression, self destruction, crime, mm-hmm. tears, just calamity and, and bunch of wickedness, man. Yeah. But we actually like we went through the bullshit and we kept our head above water. I think it was the hope factor because you're so forward looking to the future because this year was a basic wash and shit like that. So everybody's looking forward to like, yo, it can't get no worse, man. It gotta be better on the other side of this bullshit. I don't know if that's it. Is it hope if you know it? Because we never once this year hope like, oh, we pray like we come up on something, we just like fingers crossed, we like, bro, we just gonna do this shit. Yeah, like we know we about to come out of this. We have to. Mm. So is that still hope? 
I don't know. Even if it's purposeful thinking, until it comes into fruition, I guess it is a part of hope. Damn. What you about to look at the definition of hope? Nah, it wasn't. I was just grabbing my phone. Okay. I don't see <laughs> bitch, bad bitches on my TL, dog. <laughs> Are we going to talk about that later? I already know why. Mm-hmm. We ain't got to say it yet, but I know why you've been having a real fruitful week. Yeah. Um, one thing that's been echoing in my mind, front of the podcast, was like, yo, y'all niggas is blowing away our expectations. As far as consistency. Oh. That's what lead me to like, I don't think it's hope. I just think that the way we built and wired now, we like, bro, rain, sleet, hail, or snow. Like, mm-hmm. we on the shit. Yeah, yeah. And that's why you're like, nah, bro, like, me and my niggas was like, we talk about y'all and we reference y'all when we know, like, bro, we, well, let's do it. Mm-hmm. Like, whatever we got to do, we do it. Because y'all niggas, week after week after week, regardless of what's going on. And I really started thinking, like, bro. That's the truth, though. That's kind of why I never thought of that. Yeah, because we just do it. It's automatic. It's like, mm-hmm. bro, whatever the fuck we got, no matter what's going on, we're going to handle our business, man. We made it a priority, I guess. Right. Cause, you know, this is not no, like, plug in the mic, say whatever you want, and then turn the mic off type of podcast. Mm-hmm. A lot of preparation, a lot of research, a lot of um, mental energy goes into this shit every fucking week, and we just automatic with this shit. And my confidence level in my identity as doing this mm-hmm. is way different than it was beginning of the last year. Mm. You have been uh, reinvigorated. Not even reinvigorated. Like, I've... What's the word? I've excelled to another level. I'm saying? Like, I remember, like, this time last year when we came off of um, the Black episode going into the Rico Nasty. Uh-huh. I'm over here like, man, what do I need to do? I feel like I'm not, I'm not hitting some squares like I'm supposed to. Like, I be forgetting a little shit and, you know, Nah, bro, like, do this shit with my fucking eyes closed, dog. I feel that. You feel me, dog? We built a motherfucking brand last year, my nigga. Shit nuts, nigga. And we had to for real, dog. Shit nuts, but nigga. We had to. Because as soon as shit got real and they shut down the studio, and we realized, all right, B, the majority of this <laughs> podcast is going to have to be, like, it's it's on us. It's character development. Absolutely. We, we have to establish what we about now, for real, for real. Because when the pandemic happened, and then you start realizing, how many podcasts have you guys listened to and realized they can't really care themselves without guests, without an additional voice? Right. When it's just the same voices you hear over and over again, and keep it entertaining, keep it concise, talk about that wild shit, talk about your hopes, your dreams, your fears, on top and like of that, that, get better. Again and again, but we got we not only nigga through a pandemic the podcast got better, bro. Yoda. That shit's nuts, man. Big shout outs, man. Yeah, not to pull on my own dick, but pause. I ain't pausing shit. It's my I, podcast. I pause it, bro. Gender, I'm, here. I'm in the room too, nigga. It's gender fluidity. You my cousin, bro. Yeah. Pro homo. Not no homo. Pro homo. I feel that. Yeah, fuck it, man. I don't give a fuck. I'm 30 years old, bro. <laughs> pro homo. You know how bad my shorty is. Nigga? I like that. My shorty, <laughs> my shorty bad as hell, nigga. That's funny ain't, as hell. Ain't nothing you fuck niggas can say to a nigga, bro. Pro homo, bro. I feel that. Like, bro, I feel that. Like, like, my shit, nigga. Whatever, dog. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that, bro. Yeah, pro homo, dog. <laughs> no, for real, though. I'm not even trying to be okay. Yeah, pro homo, We on that shit, bro. I feel that energy, bro. Yeah, yeah. Alright, pro homo, dog. Yeah, pro homo, Anytime I say something pause worthy, I'm saying, yeah, pro homo, dog. And with that being said, you gotta um quote the Triz by. Do that, brother. Come off the top, man. You did you listen to you? Have you had time to listen to uh, the last podcast? Yet? I, f- I finished. I finished the episode. I normally listen to episode two, three times. I only gave it one listen through. Give me one. Um, I guess the quote to Triz by would be: 
nigga, at least make it to the top of the wall, dog. Follow us a razzle dazzle, nigga. Yeah. Do yeah. something with it. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of niggas are still going to jail. Yeah. Bro, you know what my favorite hashtag is right now? What's up? The no hashtag no fly list, bro. Oh yeah. That dog. shit is cool. all the motherfuckers like can't get away all right to do everything yeah. I didn't know I was gonna get in this much trouble not once have I ever thought yo boy I'm about to commit some domestic terrorism and take a flight home y'all niggas didn't even have go away cars stupid boy hop on a Greyhound is that white privilege yeah to think that <laughs> to think that you can do some wild shit and then go go home on fucking and United. not even go home the next day these niggas just go niggas chilling <laughs> these niggas really went on vacation these niggas, right. these niggas ran into a federal building and went back to the Airbnb. Went back to the Airbnb. All right, we're going to enjoy the nation's capital tomorrow. We're going right. to see the uh, the Lincoln, what you call it, Lincoln uh, Memorial, Lincoln Bobby. And I'm going to fly back to Utah. Ah, God, it's good. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> Shut your stupid ass I mean, the tent? <laughs> you what? can tell what a nigga's never been to the table for. Bro, you better, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you better go with Avis, dog. <laughs> Yeah. Get you an Enterprise, my nigga. Yeah, go to Enterprise, get your little phone focus, dog, because you're going away, boy. Yeah. Can you imagine um, you over here, you pay 65 for a round trip spirit ticket, a little Frontier ticket, dog. And nigga snatch you. And nigga at Frontier, dog. That's how nigga, serious it is. Nigga, you saw the one where they had to pick up his arms and legs and whisk him away, bro. I'm an asshole, dog. I let you fly on a shitty ass spirit flight, dog. We're going to wait for you at the. At the I wait for you. We're going to whoop your ass, too, man. Oh, we got to close out. Yeah, uh, um, it's a brand you can try. Smooth, 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 smooth. Raise the crime rate on Tuesday. What was your encouragement? I ain't being encouraged, my nigga. What up to all of the niggas and bitches checking in every Tuesday to catch a vibe with two niggas who have watched the throne long enough? And despite moments of clarity, these cousins are quick to squeeze first, ask questions last. The Running Triz Podcast. No cut. No filler. Just two cousins. Giving you your fix. Fronting you a sack to make it through the week. Consistently week after week, after week after week, after week after motherfucking week. You are a fiend, and you are appreciated. This week, Trisset has requested that I speak on, avoiding your 100th problem. Look slime. A wise man once said, happy wife. Happy life. But what if your woman is not the most cheerful? What if you are on the brink of turmoil, because your woman is about to ruin her happiness? By acknowledging some of the foul shit you've done. The prophet, Sean Carter, once said. I ain't going to nothing. If me and my wife beefing. I don't care if the house on fire. I'm dying nigga. I ain't leaving. Be wise and understand that you don't want that 100th problem. It is funny how 99 problems may feel a bit overwhelming. Until your bitch gets involved, and you feel like you are suffocating. How quick we are to play the victim. Or to remind your close friends and loved ones you are fighting demons. Or how the devil himself has a hold on you, and how you've never had a positive male role model to look up to. You are not fighting demons. Your bitch found out. This all could have been avoided, if you remain solid and be thorough. Understand that most shenanigans are not worth putting yourself, or your livelihood at risk. By being at odds with your bitch. Keep the beast full and fed, and dormant.
Because at the end of the day, your mother will say she didn't raise you to act like this. So, protect your motherfucking neck because they are lurking. Who is they you may ask? They are the ones who do not give a fuck about the demons you are fighting. Especially if you are a repeat offender. Mercy is seldom seen. And transgressions are rarely forgotten. Last-ditch efforts to distract won't be tolerated. It is only so many times you can pump fake a suicide. Or mention how they will leave you, just like everyone else did. Do not lose your queen over some punk-ass shit. Stay alert, and stay dangerous. And most importantly, never bet against the set. Running Triz is a form of community service, and will continue to serve faithfully, so please support Triz Set, as we provide that high-quality content you expect each week. Get better in tune with your infinite with the Running Triz podcast. Now, here comes the drop. Hobo movement, and I will speak my truth, my nigga. And we back, and we back, and we back. We back. <laughs> we back. That's a genuine vibe. Okay, Y'all niggas know. Wait, you got an army? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I did that at least. <laughs> Y'all niggas know what it is. It's time of the podcast. We about to commemorate, honor, and dignify a soul that's no longer with us. Those who've contributed this black culture, this rap culture, this beautiful thing called hip hop. And my cousin, blood of my blood, flesh of my flesh, Lone the well about to bust off RIP for the one time. So who you got playing by? No done. Today we're giving a big wrestling power to Ricky T. Dunnigan, known in the hood as Lord Infamous. Oh shit. Oh shit. Lord Infamous started his music with his half brother DJ Paul in the early 90s. And throughout high school, they was a real big amateur but, act. Where they from? So I was about to My bad, my bad, yo. My bad. They were. I'm gonna shut my stupid ass up. <laughs> they were. You ain't real gonna big. hear shit for me no more. <laughs> Go ahead, man. They was a real big amateur act in the Memphis area. It started slowly taking over. A year lady. Uh, a year lady. Be <laughs> <laughs> my. Sweet lover, all the time I be there, come and see me. A year later, Lord Infamous and DJ Paul met another Memphis rapper, Juicy J. These three linked up, found a couple of other spitters, and started the Backyard Posse. Did a couple more shows and said, "Yo, that name's not that hot." Changed their name to Triple Six Mafia. They then linked up a deal with Nick Scarfo and Prophet Posse and Triple Six Mafia was an official act. They dropped Smoked Out, Loked Out in 1994 and at the same time Lord Infamous released his first underground album, Lord of Terror. Um, shortly after that, 
um, three, uh, Triple Six Mafia changed their name to Three Six Mafia and released its debut album, Mystic Styles. Um, at this time, while all this was going on, DJ Paul and Juicy J, was the mastermind in their own situation, hypnotized minds. Mm. Boom. Hypnotized Minds started. Lord Infamous became a major part of it. But he ran into some jail time. And because of the jail time, he had to break his contract with Sony. So that's how 3-6 Mafia eventually became the outfit that you see to, um, when, during that time. Which uh, I only, um, it was uh, Crunchy, Crunchy Black. Gangsta. Uh, Gangsta Bull. wasn't even part of it after your homie was gone. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Coop, uh, Coops the nigga? Uh, Coops Coop, the nigga? Coops the nigga. DJ Paul. But shit was cool with them. Um, Lil Infamous was like, bro, wasn't no hard feelings. The nigga say, yeah, this is Joe time, my nigga. I ain't gonna stop you niggas from shining. So after he got out, he linked up with the homie Two Tone and formed a new record company, Black Rain Entertainment. Found two more homies, Memphis rapper Mac Montese and Atlanta rapper T-Rock, and they became a new company called The Clubhouse Click. They dropped a whole bunch of group albums and a whole bunch of um, EPs, solo jobs. In 2013, Lord Infamous linked up with original 3-6 Mafia members that we all mentioned. Basically, everybody in 3-6 Mafia, except for Juicy J, and they started the Mafia 6. They released their debut mixtape, The Six Commandments, which is a return to form for these niggas on that horrorcore, grimy gangster bullshit, and less like trap influence, but more of that old school Memphis sound. Shit was was about to blow up for them because they were about to drop an album the following year, but unfortunately, Lord Infamous passed away of a heart attack in his sleep, so a big rest of power to Lord Infamous. <laughs> Shout outs. First shout out goes to the queen, mm-hmm. writer, producer, actress, showrunner, an awkward black girl, Issa motherfucking Ray. She announced Insecure's ending after season five. What season is right now, fool? Yeah, so this upcoming season will be the last one. Oh, wow. Yes, sir. HBO gave Shorty a shot. She crafted one of the most impressive visions of black artistry in the last 10 years. So what's your guess? How you think a show like this going to end? Um, Issa's going to run for mayor. And she's going to win. <laughs> Um, okay. Molly's going to be. She going she to go from party planning to running for man? Yeah. Party planning. <laughs> Molly's going to be. Community planning? Yeah. Well, Molly, Molly going to get caved? No, nah, Molly's going to realize that her heart is not in, in the legal aspect, but in the humanitarian aspect. Or she contracts HIV. I hope not. I mean, can make it realistic. Realistic. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> HIV's happening in the black community. I don't see why it's a, a joking matter. Yeah, I, mean, I, I understand. And, huh? I don't know anybody who call HIV in a minute, though. Yeah, you do. Who? Do you want me to say a name? Yeah, for I mean, leave it out. Cut it in post. <laughs> nah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. But no, nah, that was a minute ago, though. That doesn't count. No, she, uh, she still got it, man. Yeah, but G. that was a minute ago, bro. We got preps now. Man, I stopped selling prep boards in 2019. <laughs> My prep boy plug dried up in 2020, man. Who else was on that show, man? Spoiler warning. Um, Lawrence. Been, Lawrence, ain't he about to, yo, spoiler, ain't he about that Vegeta some shit? Yeah, with Condoleezza. Yeah, sure, he's going to give the baby up for adoption. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. 
Oh my god. <laughs> Literally drag Lawrence through all that bullshit, make you thinking about the raise a kill with shorty and shit like that just to get a baby up. So why shorty shit? Uh what about Chad? Chad lost his bitch. Which one is Chad? His best friend. Yeah, that's my favorite character on the yeah, show, That's dog. my favorite character too. And then they get saved. No, I think his name was Derek. Uh, or Chad. I think it was Derek. I don't know. Yeah. He, he lost saved. his bitch like a Derek dog. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely some shit I would have did at 21 years old, Joe. Mm. Yes, sir. If this was a 90s show, um, if this was the 90s, Lawrence would get shot, come out of Fat Burger. Mm-hmm. Right after he's about to get his life together. Yeah, on the way to Issa's crib, he would have got popped by some like rolling 30s or some shit. I'm saying he got Issa's uh, favorite, favorite food in the back and shit yeah. like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Some records. B- bullet go through the bag, <clears throat> pop him in the stomach. Real symbolic. Yeah, real no, symbolic. we gotta pop him in the heart. Oh yeah, why yeah. he's about to call Issa and but yeah, blow yeah. the foot on his hand. What you say? Yeah, Tomato Jordan playing in the background, <laughs> or season finale he hit her, or series finale she hit her. He hits her Issa. That's wasn't real, there a scene? That's real nineties. Yeah, wasn't there a scene where he hit her, but it was like a dream or some shit like that? Hmm? I think there was a scene like her she, dream or his dream. Her dream, like she, <laughs> I remember, there was a scene like she told this nigga. I forgot what she told this nigga, but Lawrence got up and snapped and then smacked her in the face, and then she came back to reality. Season one, I don't remember, dog. Maybe she's season, season one, one energy, bro. And then like what That's if they, Best Buy energy? What if they repeat the same scene, but they don't, for they don't snap back to reality? I will. I ain't gonna no. I ain't gonna. I ain't gonna hold you, bro. What up? During the season finale of season four, mm-hmm. and that little dream she had where they worked it out, she got pregnant, married, yeah. and all that, mm-hmm. and then it cuts back to reality, bro. I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. that's good television, bro. Yeah, it showed all the good shit that could happen. Yeah, cause high, high key, not even low key, high key. That shit gave me chills. I'm like, yo, that's how you make fucking television, though. Yeah, that was lit. Whew. Um, I wonder if they're gonna wrap up like the whole insecure quote unquote thing, cause you know she's. She has two relationships in her life that she's clinging on to, and I feel like that's a source of her insecurities. Yeah, because she, she, she... So maybe she need a... You know? Because she, she got the uh, the crip nigga with the seasonal depression from Texas. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I forgot shit. Uh, it's not seasonal depression, bro. He's bipolar. Yes. <laughs> I don't know sound like that. I was even trying to be funny. Like, I yeah. really forgot what it was. I think it's like Sherman or Shannon or some shit. Yeah. Shamar. Shamar? Yeah, yeah Shamar to me, nigga. The next time I go to Lamar Odom. Another nigga with seasonal depression. <laughs> <laughs> Lamar Odom, this proud Jamaican has inked. What? Uh huh. Why are you looking like that? I know you're Jamaican. He's from Southside Jamaican Queens. <laughs> you don't need to stay for your passport for yeah. Southside Jamaican Queens. Well, you might. Southside Jamaican Queens representative Lamar Odom has inked a celebrity boxing deal and will be making his boxing debut at the Showboat Casino in Atlantic City, New Jersey. Who are you fighting? Hasn't been said yet, but um, this man has had back-to-back heart attacks, like 15 strokes, crack abuse. He was able to escape the clutches of the Kardashians. So it's good to see that this black man is up and healthy. So what do you think about this news? I'm surprised, bro, but hey, man. He might need a check right now. Shit, why didn't he drop a jet off in a Kardashian, bro? Big mistake, boy. It's a check for life right there, man. He probably too high to drop a jet off, man. Yeah, he never too high to drop a jet off. He's high enough to fall asleep at that ranch. And I, don't, yeah, man. I fell asleep in a couple places. Ranch. I fell asleep a couple places I should have <laughs> fell asleep in too, nigga. I'm not going to judge him on that. It's been too many times I woke up what I opened. Like, nigga, so what am I doing? Who you want to see him fight? Uh, throw a real nigga at him, dog. Uh, let's see. I want to see that nigga fighting Baku. <laughs> 
What's that nigga name? Baku, uh, Winston Dukes. Yeah, him and Winston Dukes throw hands real quick. Two big niggas. I would have said he said Sergi Baka if you want to keep it African. Nah, that's true. Baka you know beat the dog shit out of yeah, what Lamar. You, you Trinidadian, right? Trinidadian versus uh, Trinidad versus Jamaica. Who's Trinidadian? Isn't um and Baku Trinidadian? He's from Congo. I don't know though. I want to say Sergi Baka's from the not um, Sergi Baka in Baku, nigga. Oh, in Baku. <laughs> Baku, uh, uh, Sergio Baku, that's a good scrap though too. Yeah, um, yeah. So so look it up. Another retired ball player, him and Spreewell, him and Artes, him and Artes. That's yeah. a good. I mean, they friends already, so yeah, be a little, a little friendly spark. Queens versus Queens is I mean that's already a thing. So I don't know Baku real name, dog. I just told you Winston Dukes. Okay, Winston. Oh, I could see him. Um, I'm, yeah, that nigga's Tobagan, Tobagonian. Tobag, to, 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 he's from Trinidad and Tobago. So He's from the Tobago part, though. But what you get the Tobago part from? <laughs> to Tobagian. Toba- I don't know. From Tobago. Tobago to Tobagian. To- I don't know what you call somebody from Tobago, dog. Tobaganian? Uh, to Native works too, my G. That's what I just said. He's from Trinidad and Tobago, but the Tobago part. But the Tobagian. <laughs> a Tobagian a small slate, bro. <laughs> this nigga crazy as fuck. If I had to see anybody join the ring with this nigga, it'd be Stephen A. Smith. Because if I was Lamar Odom, I'm going to beat the goofy shit off you. For the crack covers? Yeah, for all them shit you've been talking on the years, bro. Stephen A. Smith don't want it. Yeah, of course he doesn't want it. Get him and Shannon Lamar Sh- Odom's like 6'11". Right? Get him and Shannon Sharp in the same fucking room. That's a scrap on OSC. Shannon Sharp, big ass. Sh- Shannon Sharp wore the dog shit out of yeah, Lamar Odom. Yeah, Honestly... Who else was on hard times? Who the, else was on hard times? The only well, hold on, let's not straight away <laughs> for the Shannon Sharp top shit though. Uh-huh. The only other nigga, I'm gonna say only other nigga. The nigga I would want to see Shannon Sharp fight probably be Michael Irving. That's a good scrap, but Michael Irving's small now. Don't matter. A nigga from yeah, fucking him and fucking, fucking, fucking yeah, that's true though. Yeah, that's a broad nigga, uh, bro. <laughs> my uh, Carl Malone though. That nigga, nigga still Malone. big as fuck, and he's a deadbeat father. Yeah, bro. So, yeah. It's a good scrap. I was, okay, so Lamar Odom. Yo, a Kardashian throwdown, dog. Tristan Thompson, Lamar Odom in the ring, dog. Winner gets back in the fam. Lamar Odom versus Tristan Thompson. Winner gets back in the fam, dog. Two Jamaicans versus each other, bro. <laughs> we got we got a nigga from a Jamaican from Toronto and a Jamaican from Southside Jamaica Queens. Two yard boys, dog. <laughs> <laughs> the yard off. <laughs> the yard off, dog. Yeah, I'm, with it, I'm with it. I'm with it. I'm with it. I want you, I want my shorty back. Oh, I forgot you had a team. Yeah, bro. I'm trying to get back in. I'm trying to get good. He and he he got a strong black queen. He don't need that, man. Who? Um, Lamar Odoms. Oh, you do? Yeah. Big shout outs. Yeah, he got black queen, yeah, man. And shout out to that man, though. Next shout out go to Erica Banks. She just landed a deal with Warner Records off a viral clip. I'm sure you know who Erica Banks is, ain't it? Hmm. Bussin'. Busted. Oh, big Busted. shout out. Is that song? Yeah, that's her song, bro. Not only has the Busted Challenge completely taken over my timeline. I appreciate it. The story behind Shorty is very, very, very interesting, bro. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like an easy E, Bone Thugs and Harmony situation. Mm-hmm. So Erica Banks is signed to 1501, which is Carl Crawford's label. The same label that brought up Meg Desalian. Mm. And it's the same label Shorty tried to dip off of. Beginning of last year. Okay. So after a whole summer, folks calling her a mad clone, Shorty caught a hot lick with his Busted Challenge because, you know, Shorty's all over America. They ain't going to pass up an opportunity to show their ass. Exactly. Um, I want to say maybe two or three days ago, I saw footage, like throwback footage, maybe, I think maybe a year ago. It was pre-COVID shit. Mm-hmm. And she was performing a song in like a club venue mm-hmm. and nobody was fucking with it. Yeah. 
Fast now. forward so much. Now? Hottest fucking song in America, yeah. whatever. And the sad part is, I haven't heard more than 17 seconds of it. Yeah, it'd be just a TikTok right now. That might and be the whole song. All I know is the issue fucking part, and that's where I was cut off. The whole song could be a real banger. I don't, I don't know, but uh, what's your thoughts on this whole situation, bro? Big shout outs. Uh, as a purveyor of the Busted Challenge on several channels, several uh, forms of social media, several pages, I've done the research. Mm-hmm. I what if you out of all the data that you've uh, gathered, what if you concluded, my brother? I'm a nigga who enjoys a good busted man. I appreciate the bus, dog. Um, you should, uh, yeah, somebody call you a bus down. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, uh, speaking of busted challenge, yo, if you guys is uh, of, if your hair is of the lock variety, follow one two three locked in. Shout out. Oh, uh, let me give him the right information, though, before I just start talking shit. Show if, you you're, if you're of the what variety? If you have locks. If you appreciate locks, if you have locks, uh, uh, locks in your hair, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> My nigga playing a loose this episode, yeah, I see. Big loose, dog. Loose we'll ball out here, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I hope I don't get in trouble for that pro homo line. Yeah, one, two, three, locked. One, two, three, L-O-C-D. Big shit. <laughs> You had to look into the sky when you're looking at it on your phone to spell it? Yeah, I had to memorize it real quick because I was playing music. I want to play music when I'm doing a podcast and shit like that. So I had to take a metal photograph. Yeah, playing it loose and <laughs> real loose. My man, loose still ball out here. Um, Continue, bro. Let's, so we can move on. Is that it? Yo, big shout out to Shorty Man for snagging a single, especially when niggas were sleeping on you talking shit. You was a Megan clone and shit like that. You think it's going to be like a future designer situation? <sighs> I hope not because there was one winner and I want everybody to win and get it back this year. So hopefully it don't fall out that way in that situation. Yo, just prove it, man. Just drop another hit, unfortunately. Another challenge, something. And get your name buzzing. An honorable mention, because in hindsight, I think it's very, very, very funny. Mm-hmm. Man, shout out to 22 Savage. But you switched up the whole... Bro, in hindsight... Mm-hmm. So at the time, I didn't think it was too, too funny because I was scared that Jill was going to get herself killed. killed. Yeah. But, nigga, 22 Savage was some of the funniest shit that's happened in the last, like, five years. He was wrong. And he flipped it into a legitimate... Uh, yeah. What's his name now? Mike something? Yeah, Funny Mike, I think it is. Funny Mike. Man, shout out to uh, Funny Mike, man. Next shout out goes to... MF Doom, rap supervillain. Since news of his death broke, his streams have gone up 870%. Big shot. 25 million streams in the last six days. Damn. That's a big shot. 25 million streams, boy. So, naturally, I want a movie, mm-hmm. not a biopic. Okay. I want a movie about MF Doom. That's not a biography about Daniel Dumoulin. Mm. I need a Adult Swim curated, Flying Lotus executive produced, Mad Lib scored, Barry Jenkins directed film mm. starring Hannibal Burris as MF Doom. Are you talking about that uh, Adult Swim uh, Adult Swim concert footage? I want a three-hour epic. That is so cerebral in context that when I leave the movie, I forget that the shit was about MF Doom. I want a look behind the mask that portals me to another dimension. You want them to Chris Nolan, this motherfucker? I want them to Chris Nolan, Ridley Scott, Spike Lee, Daniel Day-Lewis, Kevin Bacon. 
I want, all right, <clears throat> this is what I want. I want, whew, I'm a quarterback this shit. I'm not really good with the, the percentages, so <laughs> let me know when I hit 100%. I want a 30% hollow man. I want 50%, 15% notorious, and I want gravy to make a cameo. What's that, 45%? I want 5% Thumb and Louise. Okay. That brings me to 50%. I want 10% the sequel to Anaconda. That's 60%. More chestnut. With more, with, exactly, with more <laughs> chestnut reprising this role. That's 60%. I want 20% Moonlight. That's what? I'm already at 80? Yeah. With that 20% of Moonlight? No, it's 10%. 10%. Uh, Sweet. Yeah. I'm pro homo, but only 10%. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm 70%. All right, 70%. 70%. 70%. 15% pain in full. That's 85 5% Akira, and then the last 10% Black Snake Moan. Oh, that's wow. the film. That's, that's a wild ride. Put that in the pot. Make something happen with it? Yeah. I support it. And I want the movie poster to be the same cover as Doom the Game, mm-hmm. but as Doom I'm a, I'm as, a, as Doom. I really co-sign that now. I... Damn, you say Hannibal Burst is going to be playing Doom yeah. in a way we've never but, seen Doom but before. But it's Doom at every age. <laughs> teenage, so teenage, early but 20s. But it's not a biopic. It's not a biopic. Okay. It's a film about MF Doom. Okay. That's going to be tough, bro. Yeah. As it should be. We'll throw Ethan Hawke in here as MC Search. Oh, shit. I didn't even think about that. Hold on. Got to have um, Seth Rogen as MC Search. We can get Afion Crockett as Mad Lib. I'm not finished. What are you thinking? What I stop at? You say Afion Crockett is Mad Lib. Afion Crockett is Mad Lib. Hmm. I don't want to play MF Grimm. I want Sticky Fingers to play MF Grimm. I want that Dominican kid from When They See Us to play Jay Dilla. Why are you laughing? All right, go on, King. Fine. I want to hear your expert casting. Go ahead. I'm listening. Since it's uh, doomed throughout the ages, um, we'll take... <laughs> We'll take Earl Sweatshirt to play a teenage doom and keeping up with the Moonlight theme to go from the part when he transitions from Zev Love X to MF Doom. We'll get the teenage nigga from Moonlight play that transition part. Come on, so, um, Ashton Sanders? Yeah. So we'll watch Earl Sweatshirt transition. <laughs> <laughs> it's Ashton. <laughs> 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 Especially since uh, we got to keep it accurate, so we got to put a ball cap over Earl Sweatshirt's uh, locks. Uh, matter of fact, I want Earl Sweatshirt to be dressed as Joe Budden <laughs> for Emma Doom's childhood. Put a metal mask on the movie. You know what? Let's let's move on, man. It's how you know, like we loosen, we we going loose this episode. We going rogue, mm-hmm. as um. Who says that? That's a military term, man. They're going rogue. Yeah. AWOL, nigga. Okay. And before we continue on, I also want to add that Peter Butterfox confirmed that the sequel to Mad Villainy is 85% done. That's right. And they have permission to release it on Stone's Throne. So, (laughs) the supervillain will live on. Next shot, that goes to Isaiah Rashad. 
the TDE Golden Child. He said his new album is being mixed, mm -hmm. and he said it was recorded completely sober. As he stopped smoking and drinking cigarettes, or he stopped drinking, he stopped drinking and smoking cigarettes in 2019 for the album. So seeing how much of his last album was his struggles with Zans and alcoholisms and depression and whatnot, and almost being dropped from the label for it, mm -hmm. what are you looking for from this new Zaywap album? It's Zaywap. That's my favorite rapper. Hopefully, the sobriety doesn't water down the creativity. We've seen it happen again and again with several artists. I'm ready for this new sound. Hopefully, like, yo, if if you're not on, on the vices that you felt were bringing you down last time, hopefully this new level of clarity sparks something different, man. Like, you you don't repeat. The, you know, you reinvent what you got going on for real. I've heard snippets, and from the snippets that I've heard... Fire. Fire as fuck. Yeah, fire. No, um... The first five years of snippets, man. Yeah. Five years of fire, and I still want that... What was that motherfucker called, bro? Which one? The one uh, that punched... Uh, the one that punched... No, no, put no, no. The one that came with the leagues. Hold on. Hold on. Keep talking. I'm uh, up. How I feel? How it started? Yeah, how it started. Mm. Yeah, that shit fire. That bro. shit was lit, dog. Yeah, that shit fire as fuck, man. Praying that I gotta balance me, my nigga. Quit tripping. You don't feel like paper. Talk like money. These days, niggas intervene like bitches. 12 no, he was at the green light twitching. Praying that I gotta balance me, my nigga. Yeah, that's so hard as fuck. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But yeah, man, I'm I'm been looking forward to this album for fucking forever, man. So I know I hope well, I fuck right. with it. So it's ninety nine it's not problems is the episode. Mm. What kind of problems are you wanting to hear him address? Um issues with sobri maintaining sobriety if that's a if that's a real deal. I know he has two different baby mothers. Let me hear that real deal baby mama drama, especially mm. one of them is tweaking. I wanna hear issues he had with the label. Uh, issues of insecurities he had in himself especially you being so talented and everybody praising you as the golden child of TDE but you're not confident in your work you keep critiquing your shit like this shit is whack even though you've dropped two your debut in my opinion is a classic I love your second that might as well be a classic as well so I just want to hear the struggle in that like yo what the fuck is stopping you from putting out great music self doubt all that shit all kind of shit I really want to hear his perspective on how the game has changed since he came since in, he because came. when you really think about it, Zaywap came out what came out 2013. Yeah, the tail end of 2013, which is pretty much the end of the blog era, going mm. into streaming. streaming exactly. So since his, since he's been out, he's literally been in the midst of how the game has changed going into streaming era. So I'm very curious to see his perspective on that because he's still a young artist mm -hmm. and like his final balance or trying to find a balance in that. I'm excited. I wonder what features he's going to have. I'm excited about that. It seems every time he does link up with somebody, it's always going to be gold. I want to hear him and Lance. That'll be ridiculous. Him and Lance man. Skywalker for sure. Two melodious ass niggas getting their melodies on. That'll be dope. Uh, him and Reason. They seem like they have great yeah, chemistry. Yeah, chemistry because they killed the fucking Extinct track. Mm -hmm. I could rock with that shit. Yeah, shout out to Reason too, bro. Most improved. Next shout out. West Side Gun. Griselda is dropping their first movie called... Con almost said Conceited. Conflicted on Amazon Prime on the 15th. A nigga on Twitter was acting like Gun was tweaking for charge of $25 for the movie. Gun replies saying that his movie costs that much. And if you can't pay for that, for culture, as much hard work as we put into it, you can stop fucking with Griselda right now. Yeah, dude, chill out, dog. This nigga's... If there's one thing Griselda's been 
since the since the beginning of this shit, since the inception, they've been about that real deal hip hop culture. What this shit started on, they were, they've had a return to form with this real deal quote unquote hip hop shit, man. And they've been authentic throughout the whole thing. So why wouldn't you come out your pockets for niggas who've literally given you project after project throughout this whole motherfucking pandemic and kept feeding the streets? Now they're in the movie. Now they're hopping into a movie in the avenue of movies, dog. I support that. They got that 25. You see the trailer for it? Yeah, I saw that trailer. That shit look wild as fuck. It's Griselda, nigga. Boy. Hey, if y'all make a sequel. Yeah, bro. Two podcast hosts. We feel yeah. right into that shit. Right. Right in, dog. If y'all need a, a connect <laughs> for the Southeast region, you yeah, feel me? We in that bitch, boy. Um... But since this movie's called Conflicted, can you name me three problems you are conflicted with outside of money and bitches? Mm, three things I, I'm conflicted with outside of money and bitches. Um, irrationality, delusions of grandeur. And not consistency, but what's the word for empty promises? Um, I think you just said it. Yourself. Yeah, I thought there was a word for empty promises and shit like that. Okay, those always conflict me because I always know which yeah, we, which is your biggest problem. Uh, I could be, I could tend to be a bit irrational time to time. <laughs> yeah, a little bit, a little bit here and there. Uh, if I had to pick three, um, currently in my spire tags, <laughs> <laughs> I just don't want to go down to that. <laughs> <laughs> That fucking Lucy office, bro. Baby. <laughs> I don't want to go to that fucking commissioner's office, bro. I want my tag, nigga. I want to run in that bitch like they did on Congress, huh? Man, fuck that shit. Stand, um, stand by. Another source of confliction, whether or not we should start another podcast this year. Because the idea I have for a second podcast, I can't work. Mm. Unless I figure out a master plan, I don't know how I'm going to be able to start another podcast in the way I would want to do it. Work a 40-hour week without... Compromising the quality of this podcast, so you know I plan to stop working eventually. It's just a matter of how soon. Yeah, and I pray to God it's twenty twenty one, my nigga. And thirdly, my aggressive nature. Yeah, definitely a big source. Big, of big, big conflictions, dog. Don't speak for me, bro. Nah, I'm speaking with you, dog. Nah, In support s- of your conflictions. See. Don't fucking speak, bro. I didn't ask you to speak. All right, you see, this is what I'll be talking about. You know what? Mm-hmm. You're trying to trigger me. I'm not going to fall tri- for bro, it. I, I'm, just I'm not going to fucking fall for it. I'm here to, to hold my brother's hand while he's speaking t- on those conflicts. Yeah, yeah, whatever, man. We're going to move Support, on. Support, nigga. We're going to move on. Um, anniversaries. Um, we did serve you guys three or four last week. Um, there hasn't really been any this week yeah. except for one. Lupe Fiasco. Fahrenheit 115 Part 2 turns 15 years old. With my personal favorites, clean, handcuffs, Lupe the Killer, much more, and Audi 5000. Yeah, I know you're going to be like, Twine, y'all have an entire tribute episode dedicated to Lupe. Well, guess what? I don't give a flying fushin. I'm going to let my cousin talk about this motherfucking mixtape. So I could really fan out. Go ahead, bro. Talk about it. Um, I'm pretty sure me going through the track list right now. Yeah, this was definitely the mixtape I stole from my cousin back in the day and shit like that. And I was trying to get into Lupe. This shit is beautiful. It got pens and needles on this motherfucker with um, Fahrenheit one fifteen? Part two. Revenge of the Nerds. My I apologize. Revenge of the Nerds. Did I not say that? Mean and vicious, you know. I think 
this shit, just to date myself, Lupe the Killer was was a track I had playing on my fucking MySpace, dog, for about three, Lupe four months. Lupe the Killer, Killer, Killer. And I can't mention part two if I bring it up, the Gemini freestyle, my nigga. For sure, for sure. This was the first time I've heard Gemini in this capacity. Taking baths with the same shit we, we yeah, used for the, the dishes. dishes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is unconstitutional to you, but I lived it. Moving the strivet. I learned about I graduated school by inches. Losing ambition, graduated school by inches. Eating rain and noodle soup, this ain't no food in the kitchen. Taking baths with the same shit we use for the dishes. This is unconstitutional to you, but I live it. Cause moving the strip it, but it's cool cause I ain't trying to do prison. You couldn't walk inside my shoes unless you truthfully lived it. This is far from just emotion. Cargo nigga with cars and bitches. Running through Chicago twisting. This is top flow Picasso picture. 12 car garage door lifting. Just better pray them clock balls don't. Why's my best friend hoping I fail? Molded him well. Love him but fuck him. He can get the bulk of the shell. Nigga, that, I'm about that nigga. About <laughs> that. And I was like a sophomore in high school when I heard that bar, bro. That my my bar from this track. I learned about the birds and bees watching dirty Dirty porn. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, so young. This shit is a classic, man. At least to me, definitely the best mixtape Lupe's crafted thus far. And I would dare to say, if you listen to this mixtape, you may gain a better understanding of this podcast and why we say things the way we do say them. Yeah, you feel me. It's a very interesting balance between pop culture references, movie references, nerd shit, intellectual shit, hood shit, drug dealing shit, shooter shit, and all wrapped up in a really different and articulate way. Because Lupe talking about some real hood shit on this motherfucker, man. For real, for real. Some real hood shit. But saying it's so fly. But and, and using the theme of Revenge of the Nerds, and the, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, yeah, 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 I ain't playing with y'all niggas, man, but... Since um, we just recorded a podcast on Monday, there's been no albums to drop yeah. thus far. So we went back and listened to two albums from last week. Mm-hmm. And we listened to um, Interstate 38 by 38 Special and um, The Alpha album Jerk by, by Key. Key. So yeah. where you want to start first, bro? Uh, let's talk about Key. Key. Let me start it off. The Alpha Jerk by Fat Man Key. This tape should have been called COVID-219. Mm-hmm. This album sounds like it's 2017, and you walk in my room with a blunt, right? Yeah. And you ask me if I want to smoke before I go to sleep. Mm-hmm. And I say, bro, you already know I don't smoke. And you say, don't you wish you did? And I say, I just said I don't smoke. And you say, no, don't you wish you didn't? And I say... Don't I wish I didn't what? And you say, don't you wish you didn't say no to this blunt? And when I'm about to say no again, there's a lit blunt in my mouth (laughs) and nobody in the room except a lit phone with a text message from you saying, I didn't know you smoked mid. (laughs) This tape is not Key's best work. But it definitely works in showing where a lot of niggas got their style from. Mm. The second half to me is way better than the first half. Mm. But that first half, you really see where Uzi yeah, got a lot of his sauce from. Mm. And high key, you can see who influenced Key a lot because a lot of, there's some songs on there. I had to double check the 
track list because I, I thought Cuddy was on a few tracks, bro. Mm-hmm. That happened. Did we felt the same way? I did. Yeah, bro. So that's what that's what I uh, that's why I gauge from it, man. All right. Um, how many tracks did I have? Because I felt this shit was pretty lengthy. Like 19, 18, yeah, 19. Yeah, okay. Which is wild. Now we're in a day where we're saying it's a lot of tracks, dog. For but sure. To me, the best way I could describe this album is remember the meme. Where niggas is at a party and he got the nigga in the corner. Uh huh. This one is when the nigga says, Either these niggas don't know I'm off a of perk. Oh my God. <laughs> they don't know I'm off a of perk. <laughs> they don't know. Okay. And mix that with, They don't know I'm not supposed to be drinking well with this medicine. <laughs> that's what this album sounds like to me. <laughs> they, don't know, they don't know I'm not supposed to be drinking all this medicine. Yeah. That's what this album sounds like to me. Um, Production is wild. They don't know I'm not <laughs> supposed to be drinking all this medicine. <laughs> <laughs> production production is wild it's very enigmatic um you get your your standard key um all over the place man it, the dude is infectious i wasn't a you know, major fan before i was just a purveyor i could say that this tape made me a fan or i could just say it made me say i should listen to this nigga more oh um, man key he's that guy bro i do fr- um, from he's before. that guy if i honestly if i had to make a top Shit, I can make a top three most influential niggas from Atlanta in the mm-hmm. last ten years. He's he's not two. I respect that, man. Yeah, but I, I fuck with the tape, man. I felt it was a little lengthy, but my man had a lot of shit to get off. Yeah, clearly, you could have. I felt like you could have had a better tape, keeping this shit eleven, maybe twelve tracks. But all in all, I fucks with it, man. Okay, next thirty eight special. You want to roll this one up? All right. Interstate thirty eight. Interstate thirty eight. All right, run it to me. This album sounds like you're riding on the actual interstate. You get a flat tire and a rental as you're going to jack the car up and shit like that because you didn't pay the extra for the roadside assistance. You're jacking the car up. You put the donut on there. Mm -hmm. And as you're driving on the donut, shit still feel a little bumpy, dog. Like, what the fuck? So you check the donut and realize the donut is off, too. So as you jacking the car up to take the donut off, you see a small tear in the back of the donut and realize... This shit is full of keys. It's working. Man. It's working the donut. <laughs> nigga forgot to take the spare on after after taking the enterprise. The nigga grabbed the real donut. Oh my god. The so, nigga grabbed the real donut and left you with the work donut. So this work is from the previous Yeah, the nigga who had it before. The previous renter. He threw the donut in here. Damn. So so that means dude's coming for his work. For you. So this, this is kinda like a this is an interesting version of uh No Country for Old Work. No. <laughs> Put a thumb in that. Yeah, no, no country, country for old work. So as you put two and two together and you got your emergencies on, a nigga is pulling up behind you and you notice the Enterprise rental tag on his shit too. Hey, man, you need any help? No, sir. I'm fine. To me, continue. Okay. <laughs> That's accurate. Um, Interstate 38. This album sounds like 11... Counts of possession with the intent to distribute, 16 counts of conspiracy, one count of possession with a firearm, 23 counts of use of deadly force with a weapon. <laughs> one man Rico? <laughs> a one man Rico. <laughs> Bruh. That's what that shit sound like. Yeah, man. Um, fucking nuts. That mule song? Yoda. I was not expecting that shit. That was a love song. Bro, whoever the second dude is. That shit was fire. Um, the class, uh, class something, class rebel, crafts, class mafia, class murder, class murder, yeah, class murder. That said the same thing. I had to look. I had, when I looked, I said, "Bro, who the fuck is that?" That nigga. That, that nigga shit went was in. cool as hell, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who you looking for? The one who 
one you bring that pussy to the one you cooking for Come baby, let me put you in a figure for Leg lock, pussy like a headshot We gon' do this shit just how we posted them Pop a couple hurts and I get close to you If you got a kid, I got a baby too Shout out to Shine Noir like, um, Real like uh, screwed up click That era of Texas vibe to it mm. Of course shout out to Benny That nigga fucking went in Bro that nigga said I'm, I throw a baby in the trash Like Brenda, Brenda bro. Mm. You get your classic 38 special man Some wild ass threatening bars When I say grandiose dog 38 be fucking spitting dog Yeah bro He puts a lot of faith in the shorties man Yeah A lot Yeah <laughs> To where he's even surprised how much he would have thought my most solid soldier would be a bitch. Yeah, for real. Yeah, and he, he said, said that a lot. And he said I got compliment. You said he verbatim had a bar where he said, Me and my side bitch will be together forever, dog. Yeah. Like, my side bitch will, no, my side bitch will be by my side forever. And like Clark Kent, no, like Superman and Lois Lane, you'll never see us together. I do shit with you, I can't even do with my bottom bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and nigga puts a lot of faith in his side. And nigga says some shit, you give us stress to me, but you the same giving pussy to niggas as less that, that's worth less than five figures. Mm-hmm. And even that nigga has side bitch. Any specials going the fuck in. He should be um that couples therapy show, couples camp. <laughs> he should be the motherfucker giving lecture that's, that's a mediator? Yeah. 38 mediator. That's all think about it. You stressing on me. I'm your side nigga, but you giving pussy to a nigga that's worth less than five figures, and he has side bitches. What's so what the fuck you tweaking on you for? Oh, go stress that nigga yeah, out. Yeah, the fuck? So I didn't get a bang. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's, yeah. Transition? Bird talk. Bird talk, take one. 99 pounds, but a bitch ain't one. Hit me. Malcolm and Marie. Mm-hmm. Have you heard about it? Malcolm and Marie? Malcolm and Marie. No. Nah. A certain trailer dropped this week. A Netflix movie's coming out. Mm-hmm. Starring Zendaya and oh, yeah, okay, John okay, David yeah, yeah, Washington, yeah, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. I was very impressed with how well it looks or how well it was shot in black and white, right? Mm-hmm. So I took this straight from the Wikipedia, and this is what the movie is. About... Right. A filmmaker returns home with his girlfriend following a celebratory movie premiere as he awaits what is sure to be imminent critical and financial success. Mm-hmm. The evening suddenly takes a turn as revelations about their relationship begins to surface, testing the strength of their love. Mm-hmm. And the first thing I thought about was out of all nights. You bring this bullshit up. Why is tonight the night you want to start some shit? Yeah. Yeah, we both... It's crazy. You probably over here hyping shorty up. You got your tux on saying, yo, baby, can you fucking believe it? I made it. I fucking made it. So, 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 so. Walk me through this, right? Mm-hmm. A filmmaker. Usually a film is between 45 and 60 days of film something. Yeah. So, boom. We have a month and a half on the tuck. Mm-hmm. Pre-production, let's say another two months. Planning shit out, post production, mm. let's say another five months. Getting the whole rollout together. Three, four, like five that. months, right. Mm. So let's say a good, maybe seven to nine months. Plus the media circuit got to promote the movie and shit like that. So boom, let's say solid from, 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 start? from start to this night, maybe 11 months of hard work. Yoda, you have to premiere. It's premiere night. And you can feel the tension in the air. You can feel the energy around you. I put this shit together with niggas like it. It's almost a guarantee that you did it. You made it. You look around. You peers. went to film school. Mm-hmm. You studied the greats. The greats are at your premiere. They watching this shit. Giving you 
your praise. Like, bro, this is amazing. You're the happiest you've ever been. You're fulfilling a lifelong dream. And you get back to the crib and your shorty thinks something is funny. Um, I think it's funny. I think it's funny how... Babe. I really didn't like how... Can we talk? Can we talk? Hey, what's up, man? I don't think you understand me. Oh, my fucking God. Tears, 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 tears. I just don't like how comfortable you and insert name here have become. Babe, I know we had a good night. But but six years from now, do you think we'll still be as strong as we are? So me and Jessica were talking. Oh, my fucking God. And I really need to figure some things out. Can you explain these IG posts to me? Because you see, like, I have three months worth of likes. Something about your body language tonight. Oh just, God. I don't know. Like, I've been talking to my mom, and like, I don't. It's just something about your body language tonight, and I feel like there's a distance between us, and I don't understand. Like, I understand you're happy, and you're living your dream, and you brought me with you, and you showed me off to all your friends, and your industry connects, and. Pretty much the entire world knows about me and you and how you're proud about our union. But at the same time, I really don't feel like we're on the same page. It's going two separate directions right now. And plus, I saw you hug Shorty at the premiere. And the level of intimacy you displayed, I you haven't displayed to me in months. Bitch, I've been working for months. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, I've been working for us. Yeah, the fuck you ain't working. Walk around this crib with a fucking white penis all goddamn day. <laughs> real shit. Hey, all nice. You can't wait till tomorrow my morning. Man, it's my first. Is that move. something? Like, all right, all right. Real shit. Uh-huh. Jokes aside. Jokes aside. Is it too much to ask to save the bullshit till tomorrow morning? Yes, it is too. Obviously, it is too much because I've never met a shorty who saved the bullshit until tomorrow morning. To me, if a shorty, uh, to, I've experienced that. To me, but it that is far less than you no. Know, uh, I've never met a minority. I, to me, if a shorty saving the bullshit, she probably never bring it up again. That's not bad either. I'll take that W. Uh. <laughs> not, I won. This is not, how I win. <laughs> that's not too bad either, bro. I've never had a shorty. You ever been approached like? First of all, don't come at me sideways. At least I waited till we got home. You was gonna do what this the fuck are you talking about? You mean the time you was going to bring this up in the premiere? I am. In front of Lita Wave? <laughs> you did this common courtesy? Fucking Ava DuVernay's over it here? It was over here. You talking about fucking... We talking about Lee fucking... Daniels is right there. And you going to do this shit. They talk about filming for colored girls only too. <laughs> and they looking at me to direct this game for colored girls too. Electric bullet. <laughs> <laughs> You promise more abortion, more kids getting thrown out of windows, more Macy Gray, more AIDS, more AIDS. Ghost is back. Ghost is back. That's crazy. That's fucking wild. So color ghosts too. Electric Bro, that's probably one of the wildest things ever said on this podcast. For color girls too. Two color girls. Alright. Uh, you know what? Two color, two furious. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Let's continue on. Transition pre-gaming. Pre-gaming. <sighs> Alright, let me collect myself. Pre-gaming, okay. Just get back on the serious shit. So check. Mm-hmm. I'ma ask you a simple question, hopefully. By what do we classify corruption? 
Action or character? Action. How so? To me, you can be morally corrupt. It is what it is. You're just accepting yourself. It doesn't become real corruption until it spreads. I think the spreading is the actual act of the corruption. And in your actions, that's where it's really defined that. Because you're spreading that corruption and shit that you're doing. I think you want to pass that shit along. So regardless of how much of a piece of shit you are, Mm -hmm. as long as you're doing right by some type of... But we all know niggas who have asshole who are genuine assholes, but you know they won't do you dirty. It's just a nigga with a, with a shit personality. When you start doing fucked up shit, I think that's when it's like, all right, all right, nigga, the fuck you got going on? So when it comes to terms of protagonist and antagonist, mm-hmm. who's the good guy? And who's the bad guy? The actions, nigga. The I think actions. The, yeah, the actions make you the bad guy. When you start doing shit, nigga. Because we've had movies where the antagonist or the protagonist is a genuine piece of shit, but he displays like a, he has a heart of gold. He does some, <laughs> he does some shit. I think it's when you start doing fucked up shit. That's when it's worse. Hey, Siri. What's the definition of corrupt? As an adjective, it means having or showing a willingness to act dishonestly in return for money or personal gain. Do you want to hear the next one? Yes, ma'am. As an adjective, it means of a text or a computer database or program made unreliable by errors or alterations. Want to hear one more? Why not? There's not always an easy answer. Bitch. <laughs> you know what? I got something for Siri. Yeah, later. I'm about to change your accent one more time. Okay. So, in terms of American Gangster, uh-huh. the film directed by Ridley Scott, released 2007, starring Denzel Washington and The Gladiator. Yeah. Russell Westbrook. Russell Crowe. Yo, not Russell. <laughs> not, not Russell Westbrook. It's a whole different movie. Yeah. Russell Westbrook was fighting some different demons in 2007. <laughs> um, so this whole thing about corruption, by action, or character mm. is very interesting because even in the terms of the movie, we have Frank Lucas, some positive attributes. He has a string of legitimate businesses. He's humble in demeanor, respectful, faithful to one woman, his wife, mm-hmm. dedicated to his family, takes his mother to church every Sunday, calculated in his actions. And he cut out the connect to become worth $200 million as an independent black man mm. unassociated with the mafia. The negative, he's killing people by way of violence and narcotic. Yeah. But overall, he is noble by character, but brutal by action, right? Mm-hmm. On the flip side, you have Frank's antagonist, but the protagonist in his own story, Richie Roberts. Yeah. Positives, honest cop from New Jersey. During a bust, he finds one million dollars, and instead of keeping it, he turns it in. He turns it in like an honest cop is supposed to, willing to become an outcast of the police force for doing the right thing. Mm. Negatives, he's a broke boy, mm-hmm. reckless, loose cannon, infidel. Uh, that's not what. <laughs> not what infidel means. He's, he's guilty of infidelities. Infidel <laughs> Playboy who stacks holes like Pringles, a deadbeat father, and he's Jewish. Not that being Jewish is a negative, but in terms of your character, the things that's listed is very unlike a Jewish father, right? Mm. Like in a Jewish community, a Jewish father holds his family down, provides for, take care of his kids and whatnot. And he he, he doesn't do none of that shit. So overall, he's noble by action, but corrupt by character. So who's a good guy? 
Unfortunately, in this situation, I don't think there is a good guy, per se. Both these niggas have good attributes, good merits, and they both have bad merits. In both aspects, too. Both in action and in um, character. And character. Right. One, it's just how they're portrayed in this film, man. Throughout the whole movie, both these niggas display um, genuine integrity. They also display the equal amount of corruption. Equal? Equal amounts of corruption, I'd say. Just in different aspects of the game. Because even though Richie is a good cop, you see him take several illegal means to bring down niggas. His one dude thing is, I don't take money. I'm not corrupt in that aspect. But I will do illegal searches. I will um, give you illegal warrants and shit like that. Like, I'll toss a warrant in the room. One of my cop friends... Is that, is that illegal? I mean, you, you know you gotta hand a nigga warrant, dog. You're not throwing a warrant. You're not throwing a warrant in my room. Niggas hey, is right. dead. Niggas right. is dead. Let me dress this nigga up and make this nigga look alive. Oh, so yeah, much, so, do so don't kill yeah. my niggas. Other shit. He's an affiliate with a known mafia nigga. No, this is that. This kid's godfather. Yeah. This nigga fucked his lawyer at his child support case. At the case, my Why? nigga. That's an action. And you know how wild of a nigga you gotta be for your wife to know that you pipe. You piping the lawyer. She because she tell. knows your type. Yeah. She's one of them. Yeah, I could tell. Yeah, you man. Just too, man. And the same thing with Frank Lucas, dog. Frank Lucas was doing honorable things out there. He was taking care of the hood. He was taking care of he his was family. Destroying the hood while taking care of it. I give my niggas turkeys on Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> he took care of his family, man. Um. He bought his mama a big-ass house, especially all the shit that they was going through. Um, even when it came to business, he had integrity with how he carried business. He never cheated niggas. His word was his yes was his yes. His no was his no. It was niggas fucking up around him. For the most part, he was fair. For the most part, he was fair. He had rules. He stuck to them. He was disciplined in his actions. Very disciplined. And he, and he had an intolerance for niggas who weren't as disciplined as him. So, both these niggas, to me, had good attributes. Both these niggas had bad attributes. I think it's just on the side of the law that they fall on that unfortunately determines whether you're the antagonist or the protagonist. But both these niggas is assholes. You think Frank's an asshole? This nigga threw the chinchilla in the fire, my nigga. His wife just got it for him. There's, for good there, reason, though. There are better ways. <laughs> there are better And plus, this is your shorty that you love, and she... She Miss did Puerto this Rico. for you. She did this for you. Like, Miss Puerto Rico. And she was um, misinformed. You can explain the situation to your shorty. Nah. Your shorty, the first thing she did that you see. But, all, right, all right. I agree with you, but it's not like he went about it on some fucking dark-skinned, bald-head Tyler Perry move. That nigga, he didn't go out screaming, hollering, or nothing. He threw it in the fire and sat back and watched it. That's worse to me, dog. This nigga didn't explain shit. That nigga, he literally went upstairs... And the energy he was carrying, it's like he was daring somebody to say something, bro. Like, I wish you would say something so I can go off. His shorty just knew better. She caught an attitude. She went upstairs. Let her have been another shorty and said, why you do that fool shit? She can't beat it. You know it. <laughs> do you know why? <laughs> That's the way Frank came. Frank had very a very thin line, dog. A very low tolerance for bullshit, bro. Very, you see, he beat up his fucking brother, dog. He's about to smoke his fucking cousin. He popped both, the both reasons were justified. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. So Richie over here following man's law, mm-hmm. and Frank just following his own. And law. that's what I said. That's the only the only reason is the side of the law that they follow on that determines. But Frank is a corrupt one. Yeah, Frank unfortunately is a corrupt one in the eyes of the law. Do you think the world would be a better place with more Frank Lucases? Oh, definitely, bro. Would the world be better with more Richie Roberts? I want to say yes, because like I said, the world needs honest cops, dog. But he's not an honest cop. 
He's just a cop with principles. There's right. a difference. So, no. He's incorruptible in terms of him being a cop. But he still does corrupt things because, let's like, an issue that's happening right now, this Black Lives Matter shit. If Richie saw his partner kill a black man in the middle of the street in cold blood, Richie's not going to be on Fox News saying, I'm tired of this corrupt police force. I'm tired of niggas getting away. Um, he's keeping his fucking mouth shut. Hey. The Jamoke deserved it. What do you, what do you want me to say? You want me to do? Ah, not on. <laughs> uh, he's George. So, well, for Nook, uh, that's still Italian. What's the Yiddish? What's, what's Yiddish for? Uh, broke boy. He's a broke. He's broke. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got Thomas rubbing your yeah, index. Yeah, he's broke, yeah, man. He's broke. broke. Uh, you think this is broke out here? Fucking with me, with him. Can't fuck with y'all like yeah, that. Yeah, so I say both these niggas is corrupted, dog. It's just on. Unfortunately, if we go on by morals and shit like that, the law is supposed to be right. Who had more problems? Who had more problems? I say Richie. A majority of Frank's problems could be solved with money, except for Richie's asshole. Ass. If Richie wasn't on his ass, Frank could have made a lot of his the, problems disappear with money. The one thing that you have the most access to is not going to get this cop off yeah, your ass. Exactly. And he's tried it time and time again. Got this nigga a house in fucking Aspen, Colorado, dog. Five-ass bedroom house talking about yours, my nigga. Just stay off my ass. Offering this nigga bread at turns, and he won't take it. The fuck you need this nigga to do, man? Unfortunately, um, yeah, Frank could solve a lot of his problems with bread. Richie, he has some real shit going on, dog. We got a BM over here. Yeah, semi-alcoholic, dog. Yeah, a pariah on the police force. Nobody trusts you. You're a philanderer. Um, you're a philanderer. What's so your you lascivious, my nigga? Debbie father. Overall scumbag. Never seen this nigga take a shot once. Whole movie. Whole movie, <laughs> bro. Seen this nigga wake up, dog. Uh, wake Ow. up with shorties, dog. Put a shirt on the mouth. Put a Hawaiian dog. shirt. Dip. Then you brush his fucking teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Out. Yeah, I got police work to do. <laughs> my partner's done. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Nigga run up in fucking Roosevelt Projects. <laughs> Mm. Hey, he's from New Jersey. That's the one good thing about him. Hmm. Shout out to all my hard work in New Jerseyans, man. New Jerseyans? Proud of you, Giggas, man. We made it another year. Okay. And with that being said, transition. Meat potato time. Nigga, where's the meat? Meat potatoes, episode 99. 99 problems, Jay-Z's version. And before we begin, what are some of the biggest problems that black men have to deal with? Um... The authorities, uh, the de hum if this or dehumanization, dehumanization, <laughs> or, de- or demasculation. That too, but that's not as big. I'll, to be dehuman, de- 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 now you got me fucked up. Dehumanis, <laughs> de- dehumanizing de- aspects of what? Yeah, niggas don't even look at you as human, dog. You're a demon out here, bro. Of yeah. society. Of society, for real. And what else? Other problems that we have, man. Of course, poverty, shit like that. Um, okay. Each other. So the first two is on each other. Mm-hmm. Okay. So black men are each other's problem. Yeah. Talk to me. Talk to me, bro. Niggas is hating, Fuck on with you, nigga. Niggas is hating, for real, dog. And G shit, I've been in more situations... Let's keep it in my life, in my line of work, where I've had access to do bodily harm to more niggas who disrespected me than white people who disrespected me. For real, for real. That's a fact. The ratio between niggas that I hate and those from other races is imbalanced. Yeah. I've hated way more niggas than any other race on. That's 100%. A lot of niggas made yeah. me mad at it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> a lot of niggas made me more mad than any white boys ever made me mad, man. For real. For real. But um each other, man, other problems we got. Our general well being, health, dog. Not taking shit serious for real. Um uh, what else? Shorties, that's always gonna be a problem. But we each other's problem. So that's okay. Cool. Shorties, I'm glad you said that. Mm. I gotta make a quick phone call. You just hold tight, all right? Bet. Yeah. Oh, what you doing? What you say? What are you doing? I just came up the stairs. Oh, okay. She went up the stairs. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, baby? I miss you. What's going on, girl? You know I love your ass. I miss you, too. Um, I got a question for you. If you had to think... You, well, you said what? I'm cool. I'm listening. If you had to think of one question to ask a black man about his problems, what what would it be? One question. A black man? Yeah. About his problems? Yeah. I would ask... Just one question? Just one question. I would probably ask why would you rather use... I was going to say alcohol. Why would you rather use just other substances in general than to talk to the person you're in a relationship with about your problems? <laughs> okay, that's a solid question. <laughs> Alright, baby, I'm finna call you soon. Wrap up, alright? Okay. I love you. I love you too. Alright. You, you want to take a stab at this one? Why would you rather run to drugs and alcohol for your problems and talk to your significant other? Because drugs and alcohol are a form of escapism. And obviously, I run it away for you. If I'm not getting you involved as well. What if it's not shorty that's the problem? She's going to be a part of it. She's going to add to it. So, if you have a problem, you don't go to your shorty about the problem. Just in this scenario. I'm just saying, just answer a question. This is not... <laughs> This is not, um, yo, low speaking for This is somebody low speaking from experience, but let me finish. All right. So, a nigga may run to drugs and alcohol for his problems that's not associated with, a, with his woman, but he doesn't go to his woman because she may add to the problem. Yo. What do you think about that? And just avoid the situation completely, man. That's why I'm going to light this bliggity. That's why I'm going to mix this crown. You think that's quick. the right thing to do? No. Well, it depends on the circumstance. Because there's been some nights where that's exactly what I needed. Hey, man, the Crown Royale never talked back. I'm saying, it's been, <laughs> it's been sometimes. Like, sometimes you don't. I'm, okay. You don't always need a reality check. Especially if this is not a um a recurring issue. Like, you see me stumbling through the doors and shit like that. Or I, ne- um, I never have to. Uh, I never have sustenance because of the herb or some shit like that. I'm just fucking up completely. But if I'm just fucked up for the time being and I'd rather avoid um, anything real and just use these vices to escape, leave me be. Sometimes I feel like um, as niggas, you know, as niggas, mm. I feel like as niggas, we're very solution oriented. And right yeah. now, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So right now the solution for my problem is this little bliggity, this little drink. I beg to differ. Mm-hmm. Niggas are not solution oriented. I think like when your shorty tells you the problem, the first thing you do is say, "How can I fix this problem?" Shorty's don't no. want to hear that. Whoa, 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 whoa. 
whoa, 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 sir. Mm-hmm. We ain't talking about shorties' problems. We're talking about our own problems. That's what I'm saying. I feel so like niggas, when you bring up some shit, you think n- of how n- to pass the situation. Niggas are logical thinking with everything else. But one mm-hmm. of the personal problems, niggas are not solution-based. I say the quickest way to deal with the solution to your problem, you feel like it would be, I right, let me numb myself to the bullshit that's going on. But that's right not now. a solution to your problem. It can be. That's not. No. <laughs> solution. Fuck it. Let me go over the shorty. I've been leaning on the last couple episodes. Hey, Siri. What's the definition of solution? A means of solving a problem or dealing with a difficult situation. The means of solving a problem. Or dealing with a difficult situation. But niggas are the most dramatic fucking crybabies they are when it comes to personal problems. That's why every small issue is I'm fighting my demons. Some big demons, man. Everything is not demonic, my nigga. It, 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 everything well, it feels is not, like it. Everything is not demonic, dog. It feels like it, nigga. It's it, me against the world. It's demonic because you let a little minute, small issue blow up and expand and take over your whole life and cause you depression and stress and trauma. And instead of dealing with it, you're on the drugs and alcohol. But I feel like if you're using drugs and alcohol, you won't use it for minute situations. This one is the real deal. That's not true. That's not true, bro. I know niggas who numb themselves, and I know niggas who deal with situations. I know most, alcoholics. Most niggas will numb themselves over small shit until they get big. And now they fighting demons. Instead of nipping it in the butt when it's small, you, eh, I ain't tripping about that, man. I ain't worried about that. Boom, whatever. A week, mm-hmm. two months pass. Now it's a bigger issue. And then now you're smoking and drinking more. Mm-hmm. And they're like, damn, bro, now I feel like I'm fucking, I can't breathe. I'm suffocating. Whoa, 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 whoa. You could have nipped that in the bud six months ago. Okay. Nah, bro, but I'm fighting demons. You wouldn't understand. I'm fighting demons, nigga. You wouldn't <laughs> understand. <laughs> Everything me. is not demonic. I feel like I'm possessed right now, nigga. Okay. Keep that. Possession, right? Hold on. I got to make a phone call. Hold on. Hello. Hey, Rose. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm chilling. I'm chilling. I got a quick question to ask. We're recording the podcast, yeah. right? It's episode 99, 99 Problems. If you had to ask a black man a question about how he handles problems or the problems he deals with, what would you ask? Hmm. I guess I would ask one thing I noticed. And you said black men, right? Yeah. <laughs> you okay is that you don't handle your problems. You kind of, well, not you don't. Like some, you know, I want to say some, I noticed in some black men, like a lot of black men actually, is that you don't handle your problems. You kind of ignore them as if you think they'll go away. Like, for example, like a lot of times, uh, like I'll notice like a a man in a relationship, like I have friends, they'll be in a relationship, but they're not happy. They could just stay unhappy in a relationship for years. They just won't do anything about it. I guess my question would be, why? why do you ignore your unhappiness? Why do you not do anything about it? That's the perfect question to what we just talked about. Thank you, Rose. I'll talk to you later. Okay. Bye. Black man, mm-hmm. would you mind answering the question that Miss Reezy just provided if, to us? If I start acknowledging every problem and trying to solve every problem, I'll start realizing that, shorty, you're part of the problem. You're bringing me this heartbreak. You're bringing me this misery. Okay. And that's why I'm not involving you with it. Okay. But if shorty's a problem, why don't you cut shorty loose? Because... It could be a situation, speaking of situations, it could be an issue of codependency. You could be a part of the problem yourself. It could be you need some place to stay. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> we're not, we're not going to be as past that. Uh-huh. Is or is you not what you're trying to say, you rather be unhappy 
in the mess and not acknowledge that shorty is a problem in your life mm-hmm. because that would be acknowledging you have a problem depending on shorty, which means you would acknowledge a problem you have with your own personality. Yeah, all of that. Uh, also, you can start realizing that the mistakes you made and shit like that, dealing with shit like that, keep putting shit off. So you rather just delay what you hoping is not inevitable, inevitable, but eventually it will be. Plus, some niggas, you might need a place to stay, man. So I'd rather not bring it that's up. What, that's what I boil down to. <laughs> okay. Sometimes you don't want to get to the nitty gritty, my nigga. You already know how I feel about that, man. Yeah. I, I agree. All right. So on the flip side of that, you already know why I stand on all this, all this shit. I'm all about going head first. I ain't a little bitch about my shit. Mm. No matter how uncomfortable or, or how it makes me feel. Yeah. I'm not going to stray away from a problem, especially when it's personal, because I'm scared, Mm. right? What are the benefits of going full force into handling your problems? What are the benefits? Yeah. You prevent a lot of future trauma, being proactive, a lot of pain you could avoid, a lot of heartbreak. I feel like there's a real simple answer to my question. Hmm. You solve your problems. You could lead to more problems, though, man. You might start realizing other shit. Like, you know, you you go to rush to solve this issue, say, for the example that we're using, like, Shorty's a part of the issue. So you go to nip it in the bud. And then she points out, in the midst of this, you nip in the bud, she points out a major flaw that you have that you never perceived that, oh, So man. let me ask you this. You think you as a black man, you exist to just have perpetual problems your whole life? No, that's why I'm drinking them away. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> I'm asking you this. Almost three years we've been living together. Uh-huh. And you've seen me successfully tackle and overcome issue after issue. Yeah. Do you see other issues popping up in my life? Mm. I'm like, oh, I don't know. Occasionally. But like major, like earth shattering, faith shaking issues? Or do you see me happier, more focused, more productive, more on my shit? Yeah. So where's the doom and gloom that you keep talking about? But that's you, my nigga. Sometimes it don't work for everybody, man. Give me an example that you've seen where you know a nigga is solving his problem, trying to be a better man and growing, mm. and it's getting worse for him. In some situations, things don't like... We have situations where you're trying to better yourself, but in the midst of you better, bettering yourself, you're faced with certain adversities. Especially if you're in the process of trying to, quote-unquote... But that's manhood, Joe. But especially in the process of you're trying to, quote-unquote, progress as a person and solve your problems. But you feel, you feel like you're hit with adversity adversity continuously. That's nigga, manhood. Nigga, what's the point of going on, dog? Why am I dealing with all this bullshit if I feel some more bullshit is going on? It's called being a man, though. No, no, for real. All jokes aside, is that not what manhood is? I don't know. Well, in this situation, it depends on what your examples of manhood are. Well, if that's you what I'm did, asking you. I've been surrounded by several types of niggas in my life. And unfortunately, if I look at the scale, I know more niggas that run away from adversity than actually deal with it. But how manly is it being a coward? How manly is it being a coward? I don't know if that's... Do I, do I see that as cowardice? You just said running away from your problems. Fuck that it. That could be a Fuck it. Hat trick. Hey, Siri. What's the definition of Coward. As an alien, it means a person who lacks the courage to do or endure dangerous or unpleasant things. Mm. Do you a, want to hear no, the first one? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> a person, damn. <laughs> this bitch ran away with the definition before I could read it. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Stay your ass right there, boy. Right here. Coward, noun, a person who lacks the courage to do 
or endure dangerous or unpleasant things, mm. like confront your problems and your issues. Okay. So by definition of the English language, mm-hmm. those who run away from the problems are, are cowards. Are cowards. How do you feel about that? Uh, if I would take it personally, I wouldn't like that. I wouldn't like to be referred to as a coward because I feel it like... It hurts the ego. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's part of being a sucker. Oh, yeah, it is. But not everybody has my my personal... Um, yeah, it's talk about yourself. That's what I'm saying. In the no, grand scheme of black men. That's what me, gen, uh, me, and me generalizing... Niggas are cowards. Niggas, some niggas are more com- comfortable... On that coward side of things, definitely. So, okay. So, what's the word for you being comfortable being a coward? Pussy foot. You booty shaking, man. You booty shaking. You pussy. I'm booty, I'm booty shaking. Some niggas is comfortable booty shaking out here, man. You pussy? Yeah. So, going back to the question that these two beautiful, strong black queens have asked us. Yeah. Why are niggas choosing to be pussy about their problems? Niggas is... Because even coming to this conclusion and using these words mm-hmm. is a form of... Facing an uncomfortable truth. Yeah. Facing an uncomfortable problem yeah. in the black community as men. Uh-huh. Too many niggas is pussy. And one thing I think is very interesting. Why does it feel like more dangerous problems are easier to deal with than personal problems? Speaking from experience, why does it feel like the more dangerous the issue is, I'm quicker to address and handle it? Than a personal issue. That's still part of no danger attached to it. That's still part of the numbing process. That's that's still a part of escapism to me. It's easier to handling outside adversity. I don't got to think too hard about it. I don't have to self reflect on outside adversity. I don't have to see what I did wrong dealing with outside adversity. These niggas tried me. These niggas flawed. These niggas pussy. This bitch tried me. This bitch flawed. This bitch owe me money. I could process that easy. They're in the wrong. This ain't got shit to do with me. So in that mindset. Are you pussy by character or pussy by action? Pussy by character. You pussy by character and what by action? Because action wise, you're not. Are you pussy by character and real nigga by action? Yeah. That could be. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So, so, so what does it say about but that? But in life? this aspect, because if you pussy by character that's in real life, you pussy. To that's, that's lifestyle. Though. Yeah, that's eh. that's lifestyle. So it's it's weird. To, it's weird to word it that way because I have some niggas that I know are not pussy. In a real world scenario, like you're not gonna disrespect this nigga, you're not gonna try this nigga. Right. But I also know this nigga is not dealing with his inner demons in a correct and positive way. He's pussy which, by character, character, but real nigga by action. Yoda. So what do you call that black man? Hmm. I don't have the answer. I'm just curious. What would you, what would you call? Him? What would I call that black man? Uh, we can call that nigga Avon Boxdale. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think we opened up a little can of worms, huh? And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to revisit this one day. Uh, yeah. Before we get to the lyrics, anything you want to say about this joint? Classic, classic, classic. This was the first Jay-Z verse that I memorized as a kid, front to back. I knew three rap songs off the top of my head. One was If You Don't Give a Damn, We Don't Give a Fuck remix <laughs> featuring Ludacris. The other was... <laughs> why are you laughing at that? That's movie? a good one, man. <laughs> That's a good verse. That's a good one. It's a level level doing pretty damn good. The uh, the other was um um not grinding um quit your app before I get to clapping and have your body. What happened to that boy? And the third was ninety nine problems. This shit touched my soul, dog. I got ninety nine problems, but a bitch ain't one. The level of confidence you could say that because at that time I was a kid, nigga, and I knew I had bitch problems, dog. (laughs) 
the thing I thought is genius about this song that I've grown to love it for different reasons. I got older. When I was a kid, this song, song came out what sixth, seventh grade. Mm. I just liked it because it had bitch in it. Because <laughs> it's some cooler shit to say. I got nine. I'm sixth grade over here trying to you know figure out the world and shit going through puberty. I got nine nine problem, problem, but a bitch, bitch ain't one. Right? And the beat was so rocky, dog. Like, but mm-hmm. when you think about the verses and what what Hov is talking about, yeah, it's some serious shit. Yeah, it's some serious shit. These that are you, real problems that, dog. that you don't understand until you're a grown man. Mm-hmm. When it comes to what would you do? By action versus what would you do? By character. By character. I want to say that last verse. Mm. You ready for this? All right. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. If you having good palms, I feel bad for you, son. I got 99 palms, but a bitch ain't one. I've got the rap patrol on the gap patrol. Foes want to make sure my cask is closed. Rap critics say he's money cash hoes. I'm from the hood, stupid. What types of facts are those? If you grew up with hoes in your zappa doughs, you celebrate the minute you was having dough. I'm like, fuck critics. You could kiss my whole asshole if you don't like my lyrics. You can press fast forward. Got beautiful radio if I don't play their show. They don't play my hits. I don't give a shit. So, rap mags try to use my black ass. Advertisers can give them more cash for ads, fuckers. I don't know what you take me as or understand the intelligence that Jay-Z has. I'm from rags to riches, niggas. I ain't dumb. I got 99 problems, but a bitch ain't one. Hit me. 99 pounds, but a bitch ain't one. If you having girl problems, I feel bad for you, son. I got 99 pounds, but a bitch ain't one. The year is 94 and my trunk is raw. In my rear view mirror, it's the motherfucking law. Got two choices. Y'all pull over the car or... Bounce on the devil, put the pedal to the floor. And I ain't trying to see no highway case with Jake. Plus, I got a few dollars so I can fight the case. So I pull over to the side of the road, I heard. Son, do you know what I'm stopping you for? Because I'm young and I'm black and my hat's low do i look like a mind reader sir i don't know so am i under arrest or should i guess some more well you was doing 55 under 54 license and registration step out of the car are you carrying the weapon on you i know a lot of you are i ain't stepping out of shit and all my papers legit well do you mind if i look around your car a little bit well my glove compartment is locked so is the trunk in the back and i know my rights so you're gonna need a warrant for that aren't you sharp as a tack what you some type of lawyer son somebody important or something well i ain't passed the bar but i know a little bit Enough that you won't illegally search my shit. We'll see how small you are when the canines come. I got 99 pounds with a bitch ain't one. Hit me! <laughs> nine nine pounds, but a bitch ain't one. If you having girl palms, I feel bad for you, son. I got 99 pounds, but a bitch ain't one. 99 problems, but a bitch ain't one. If you have a girl problems, I feel bad for you, son. I got 99 problems, but a bitch ain't one. Now, once upon a time, not too long ago, a nigga like myself had a strong arm a hoe. This is not a hoe in the sense of having a pussy, but a pussy having no goddamn sense trying to push me. I try to ignore him, talk to the Lord, pray for him, but some fools just love to perform. Uh, you know the type, battles a motorbike, but wouldn't bust a grape in a fruit fight. Only thing that's gonna happen is I'm gonna get the clapping. Him and his boys gonna be yapping to the captain, and then I go trapping in a Kit Kat again. Back through the system with a riffraff again. Fiends on the floor, scratching again. Parazzi with the camera snapping them. DA trying to give a nigga shaft again. Half a meal for bail cause I'm African. All cause the dude was harassing them. Try to play the boy like he's saccharin. But ain't nothing sweet. I hold my gun. I got nine nine palm, but a bitch ain't one. Hit me! 
Nine nine palm one missing one. Oh, you having a girl palm with my son? I got nine nine palm. Rick, you crazy for that one? <laughs> <laughs> it's your boy. <laughs> All right, man. Um, it's your boy. What screams out to you in that first verse, dog? Um, rap critics say that he's money cash holes. I'm from the hood, stupid. What type of facts are those? So, 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 so. A big problem us as black people have in society mm-hmm. being pigeonholed. Mm-hmm. Being stereotype. Being stereotype. We've talked about this. I don't know how many times on the podcast. You know, folks may listen to how our voice sound, look how we dress, see how we act in a joking manner, mm-hmm. and then think that's... That's us. That's the whole culture. So Surface level. There's mm-hmm. no depth to it. Not thinking that... We are most likely smarter than you'll ever be. Yeah. Right. He's money cash hoes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I yeah. mean, is that, is that. What can we do? Like, we'll, we'll, we'll just, pull the wool over his eyes. Just because that's true, why is that it? That's not the substance of me. That's just many of the, of the of facets yeah, of who I am. That's not me, nigga. If you grew up with hoes and your zapados, you celebrate the minute you were having, though. Which goes back to what we were saying last week. You know, they look at us like, man, look at this nigga, man. Mm-hmm. Steakums, <laughs> minute rice. You, you feel shit. what I'm saying? You niggas come from shit. Look at you, look at you niggas. Mm-hmm. Look, look at look at the juice you give your kids, man. Mm-hmm. She don't even have a label on it. Like your cereal don't even come in a box, y'all. But for real, like you niggas, should. they oh oh, I see your record here. Mm-hmm. Where's your daddy at? Mm-hmm. Let me guess, your mother was addicted to song. Yeah, it's a it's a blessing you're alive, right? Mm-hmm. Thanks to the system. Look at you, black ass nigga. You created the circumstance you were born in. Mm. Why couldn't you just run into some money? Get a job. Yeah. But no. Like like Trump used to say, yeah, man, I built up my whole company. I just got a small loan from my father for $1 million. Mm-hmm. And look what I built up. Yeah, if only you had a father to give you one. <laughs> only if you had a father to give you $1 million, you niggas would be straight. Yeah. I, I want to say well, everybody hates Chris, mm-hmm. but it was like he needed like a letter of recommendation. He's like, don't you have a rich uncle or... Mm-hmm. Uh, a basketball playing cousin or something that you can. He's like, no, <laughs> fuck, <laughs> <laughs> fucking niggas want for me, man. Is it Magic Johnson your uncle? So I'm like, fuck credits. You can kiss my whole ass off. If you don't like my, if you don't like my lyrics, you could press fast forward. Got beef for radio. If they don't play, if I don't play their show, when they don't play my hits, I don't give a shit. That's big energy, man. What you think? That's big energy, bro. Like you were saying, we're keeping up with this pigeon-holding topic, man. If you don't play ball with these, or in this case, we use a radio station. If you don't play ball, we won't fuck with you. If you don't care yourself, if you don't shout us out, we're not fucking with you in a long way. We're not going to play your shit. Hove is like, I'm bigger than that, my nigga. I don't need you to play my shit, bro. Pause. So by character and by action, are they matching? Yes. And as an artist, how difficult is that? Very hard, my to nigga. To say no to an opportunity. Very hard. Especially if you don't know what your what your future is looking for. Just staking everything in yourself and your integrity and your worth ethic. That's very hard, man. Personally, how many times have you seen niggas sacrifice their integrity and their character to play ball for people that don't respect them? Too many times. Too many times. Some of them it worked out for, but a majority of it it didn't. See, I was saying, some man. niggas play ball and they're actually winning right now, but that list... Very, very, very small. small. You can count count these niggas on your hands, man. Rap critics, uh, rap mags try to use my black ass so advertisers can give it more cash for ads. I'm smarter than what you think. I'm not doing shit for free. I'm not perusing with you niggas. I'm not, I'm not, hey, bro, you know, do a quick show, shit like that. Hey, bro, come out and do a quick interview. No, nigga. 
if you want to be involved, cut the check. There's ain't pro bono out here, my nigga. Well, because that's why I got this hoodie that says, stop expecting creatives to work for free. I think this is what this speaks on, man. Niggas see a talented individual and they try to get it on the money train, dog, and not invest in said talented individual. If you recognize the talent, recognize the dollar bill, dog, and put that shit in my pocket so I can get better at what I'm doing. Because when it comes to these institutions and corporations and those with the uh, power to improve your life, they look at you and say, well, money cash shows. He's from rags. Let's give him some riches yeah. and turn him into a puppet. Mm-hmm. Hov is saying, I'm from rags to riches, nigga. I ain't dumb. I'm not dumb, nigga. I know how I got here. I know how Bro, I and I'm not scared to go back. I've been broke majority of my life. You mm-hmm. think that I'm scared to go back because it's fucking with you? I'm not going to be a whore for this shit. Yoda. And that's how I feel. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Right now in my life, I'm doing pretty good. But it was a time where yeah, yeah, yeah. wasn't doing too good, right? As a son of a Haitian immigrant. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's that level of control. You feel me? Maybe that's the whole reason for uh, incentives being attached to contracts or occupations that you work. Or signing bonuses mm-hmm. and all these little aspects of bait to further you attach and string you along, right? Yep. It's like you do, uh, like you go fishing, right? Mm-hmm. You know, if you have some really good bait, you know, you, you just, I'm saying, you, know, you keep stringing them along. Keep stringing them along. I got right? you. By this point, if he's on it mm-hmm. and you keep stringing along, he's still chasing he's it. Still nibble, Only dog. a matter of time, dog. And that's what's happening. A lot of niggas is getting strung along away from their base and not mm-hmm. staying close to the ground. Get turned into a puppet and they regret it. You lose everything, man. For what? For, For a little bite, man. For took a little the bite, bro. You bred it, but you bred it, but the craft that you love is watered down. It's garbage now. Verse two. What bar really speaks out to you? You know, bar stick out to me. Well, tell me about it, man. Tell the folks. In my rear view is the motherfucking law. I had a conversation with a white coworker of mine. And in the midst of this conversation, it was the first time I discovered, this was a couple months back, that when white people see the police in their rear view, shit don't tighten up for them. Mm. Shit is easy breezy, dog. Mm. I can have no work in the car, dog. I'd be shook, dog. Bro, I said, please, I don't want to fucking die tonight. Bruh. Hove got work. He got some shit to be worried about, dog. Yeah. All I got is a work badge. That's the <laughs> way I got to go with, dog. Yeah. And I'm shook. Yeah. Uh, I've told this story Plenty of times on the podcast, so for the new listeners, there was a time in my life when I was in Kansas City where I was going to war with a police officer. When I said this nigga had me on his own personal mandated curfew, <laughs> I didn't leave the house after 7 o'clock because every time I left the house, this nigga was on my ass. Three separate occasions, the same cop pulled me over. Three separate occasions, this nigga said, Mr. Jean-Noel, how are you doing? And three separate occasions, I told this nigga I'd never seen him in my life. Who are you? Oh, excuse me, sir. Your name is? Yeah, I'm sorry, I don't know you, officer. I, I, I can't know say I have a call. Yeah, I remember we had this discussion before. I never seen you a day in my life. Look, that nigga make you eat his nice thing. Hey, you want to be dead, man? You lucky he make you eat that nice thing. That nigga want to be dead, man. Mm-hmm. So, like, I know what it is. I know the feeling of dealing with the authorities, man. Especially when you're in an unadv- an unadvantageous position when you know you you know you got an L on you. Forget about it. My favorite aspect of this verse is um. The rationale of an adult. Mm-hmm. And we've seen too many times where young niggas get approached with a problem, an unavoidable problem, mm-hmm. and they react in the worst fucking way. Yeah. They don't think. They react first off emotion or fear or what have you. And this, he says, 
Got two choices, y'all. Pull over the car or bounce on the devil. Put the pedal to the floor. And I ain't trying to see no highway chase with Jake. Plus, I got a few dollars I can fight the case. So I pulled over. So you pulled over. A rational decision from a grown fucking man. Even though he knows he has work. Mm. First of all, he has work in the trunk of his whip. Mm. Nigga pulls over for the for the heavies. So one thing that I'm realizing about myself that I'm getting older, my wits. I've been jammed up in so many different situations because I let my emotions psych me out out of fear, and I'm not using my wits, bro. Mm-hmm. I'm, there's been so many situations I look back like, bro, how the fuck do you not think your way out of that? No, no. It's because I'm not thinking logically. I'm thinking off emotion. Mm-hmm. I'm not thinking it through. I'm not trying to solve a problem. I'm either trying to use my ego and my aggressive nature to fight or accept that I'm Honestly, scared in either way, in flight. Mm. Be too pussy to run about the situation. Yeah. Yeah? Like you were saying, shout out to growth, man, because I think I've just gotten to the point where I could see a situation and see the whole bit of it and be like, I don't got to react. I don't have to react a certain way. I don't have to react how it's expected of me. And plus, you hold the power, bro. Yeah. You hold the power. You're winning in the scenario. Mm-hmm. Because I know for myself, I've been in situations where I might try to press somebody or, you know, confront somebody and, you know, try to shake them down, mm-hmm. loosen them up, smell that fear. And they're confident. I'm like, what, you, what's okay, going what on? the fuck going yeah. on? It's the same thing in the scenario. This cop was probably way off kilter. This cop was probably way taken aback to see this young nigga in a Lexus coupe. Mm-hmm. Probably looking, smell like a drug dealer, and he's cool as a fan. Like, you talking back, you actually saying things that make sense. You act like you know a thing or two. And he ends up saying, you must be important or something. The cop recognizes it. The grab carries he he sees the gravitas that he carries himself with, though. This ain't no regular poop put ass nigga who I deal with and plant drugs on and shit like that. This is a nigga with his wits about him. This is this nigga who who who's obviously dealt with the system in one way, shape, or form, especially with the answers that he's given, bro. He knows his rights. You can't search the vehicle, dog. Fuck you got going on, bro. What you pulling me over for, man? I'm not stepping out of nothing. <laughs> well, see how smart you are when the canines come. I got 99 Ooh! problems, but a bitch ain't one. Call your lawyers before you call the canine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, verse three. This whole verse is amazing. Mm-hmm. This really boils down to the whole... Uh, Character versus action. Yeah. Once upon a time, not too long ago, a nigga like myself had the strong arm a hoe. This is not a hoe in the sense of having a pussy, but a pussy having no goddamn sense. Try and push, push me. me. I try to ignore him, talk to the Lord and pray for him. Because some dudes just love to perform. <laughs> you know the type. Loud as a motorbike. motorbike but, but what it bust the grape in a full fight. A so this is hove being confronted by someone that's acting like a real nigga mm-hmm. in action, but his character is pussy. Nineties and Hove recognizes him. Yeah, he sees the performance in him, dog. Once again, this is this is this is experience. You know the type, lot of a motorbike, but wouldn't bust, bust a grape in in a fruit fight. Mm-hmm. And the only thing's gonna happen, I'm gonna get the clapping, dog. And him and his boys gonna be yapping to the captain. Don't fall for it, man. It's happening every day, bro. every day, every day, bro, bro. In the last. I'll say 10 years. Since I've been 20 years old, bro, I can't imagine, I can't even quantify how many times I've seen either a little brother, an older sister, a younger sister, or a girlfriend 
make a social media post saying how man is fucked up. They got my so and so jammed up. This nigga try to woo woo with my brother and this bitch nigga snitched. Mm-hmm. Too many times, bro. Too many times, though. When I was when I was staying in uh, Fort Pierceport, St. Lucie. And that shit was like a constant every time I was out there, dog. Niggas was tattling. Niggas was setting niggas up, dog. Grimy niggas. You shit. start the problem, like, and then I react, and you snitch on me, bro. Niggas was was baiting, big like real deal, trying to bait niggas into bullshit, bro. Just, just so, so I could tell on you, yeah. Just so I get the federalities involved. What type of shit is that, bro? What type of shit is that, bro? You over here rah rah calling niggas all sorts of pussy. You over here disrespecting my BM. You're over here doing all sorts of shit. And then when I come shoot up the crib, officer, I have a complete three bit of video of him spitting the block. Officer Robinson, my name is Mr. Thomas. <laughs> I have no idea. Kendall over here. Right here, street name Ken Dog. <laughs> I have a long receipt of a Facebook message he sent me. I have tweets that Correspond to text messages he sent my girlfriend, mm-hmm. and this nigga, woo, 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 woo. As you can see on his Instagram story, he left the crib strapped. He obviously has several firearms. Take your pick, officer. Here are some uh, bullets I took out the wall of my house, <laughs> if you want to do uh, ballistics. I dabble in light ballistics myself, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I dabble in light ballistics. <laughs> I seen a season of two of Dexter. <laughs> but yeah. Niggas is getting niggas him the fuck up, man. G shit. Yo, one of my favorite memes that's out. Shout out to me in 2021. A lot of niggas that y'all snitched on 10 years ago are getting out right now. Oh, shout out to my cousin Shabazz. Yeah. Yo. Big Baz. Big Baz is home at April. I see you, big dog. You did your time. You got big as fuck. My dog got to be home, dog. Hopefully you stay out, man. Yeah, big shout out to Hopefully you, man. I can't wait out. to see you, playboy. For sure. Um, Let's move on from you minding your own business. Some bitch nigga causes you to react in a way that gets you hemmed up. Mm-hmm. And then paparazzi making a mess of it as a yeah. spectacle to circus. The DA, oh, Mr. Carter, once try, again. Trying to give a nigga shaft again. Half a mil for bail because I'm African. This shit is proof. When I see how much these terrorists in D.C. is getting off on bail. Bro, let me look it up. Because I made a note of this. Mm-hmm. So Casanova, you know, he just went in, right? Yeah. His bond proposal is in consideration for $2.5 million. Mm-hmm. $2.5 $2.5 million, right? Mm-hmm. And then I did a little more research. Harvey Weinstein's original bond was set for $1 million. This nigga's a serial rapist. And some motion. Yeah. In the same city, right? The same city, the same judicial system. The city of New York, right? Mm-hmm. Harvey Weinstein original bail was one million dollars, a cash bond, and he got it. Casanova is in consideration for being a part of this. No, 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 no. His consideration it's not even set. Mm-hmm. They're considering it to set it at two point two point five. How it could go higher. <sighs> this shit is easy. See how they do us, man. Mm-hmm. Harvey Weinstein, bro. This shit is ridiculous, man. All because of fools harassing them. Try to play the boy like he's saccharine. But ain't nothing sweet. I don't hold my gun. I got 99 palms. Being a bitch ain't one. Hit me. So coming to terms of being real by character or real by action. Mm-hmm. Is it worth it? <sighs> Nigga try to play me like I'm sweet. Man, I can't let that shit slide. I don't know, bro. Is it worth it? As I get older, dog, I'm starting to realize these pussy niggas got easy, dog. 
<laughs> I agree. Trust me, I agree. There's a lot less responsibility to be pussy. But a nigga, a nigga gonna be pussy with or without what you do to him. That's true. That's true. Niggas is born this way. But um, I can't fall into that pussy state of mind, dog. I'm surrounded by real niggas. Like, I ain't sharp iron, dog. And not even I'm not even talking about, like, niggas. Like, I'm talking about familials, bro. No, I feel you. I'm talking about familial. And I'm not talking about boy cousins, dog. I'm talking about girl cousins. Yeah. We've <laughs> got some real ass girl cousins in yeah, our family. Can you imagine sure. Nidra find out on some pussy shit, dog? I'll never, I'll never, I'll, down, I'll never live it down, bro. Never let you live it down. So I, so I find out I'm pussy out here, bro. Yeah, that's just my pussy ass cousin. I don't want to be known as that nigga. Ariel over like, oh, I, I knew that. Yeah, I do that. It's pussy. Yeah, I'm the pussy ass cousin. That. I'm the yeah. pussy ass cousin. I'm not surprised. Nah, I'm good, bro. I, I deal with the extra responsibility. Yeah, I'll, shoot, I'll shoot this nigga. <laughs> <laughs> you, can put, you can put the real on my shoulders, dog. Yeah, At least in action. I can promise you 98% of the time, I will be real in action. I can't promise you. I got 99 problems. I can, as of this day, we're not talking about progress, dog, not perfection. As of this day, I promise I you 98.9 real in my actions, 78.9 real with my emotions. 99 problems, but being a... Being a pussy is, is a small is a small problem. It's a small problem. <laughs> <laughs> with that being said, we're going to wrap up this episode. We are officially one episode away from episode 100. It's been a beautiful journey. It's been a successful journey. It's been a very life-fulfilling, a very uh, uh, fuck, prolific and purposefully... I don't even know the word I'm looking for. I can't even tell you what this podcast has done for me compared to episode one. Yeah. I when I say, you know, it's still cliche to say I never in a million years it would This podcast think, is the big spoon, though. But when I tell you I never in a million years mm-hmm. would think the podcast will be what it is now mm-hmm. when we started it back in October this twenty eighteen. This is the big spoon of podcast, bro. The big spoon. This is the big spoon of podcast. Big spoon in what aspect? About? When it comes to actual spooning, dog. Running <sighs> Trips Podcast is forever the big spoon. <laughs> the big spoon of this podcast shit. With that being said, you got any reminders for the folks? I have one reminder. Good chance the rapper said on Pusher Man, you a lame. You a lame. And your bitch breaks down my weed sometimes. And sometime. your bitch breaks down my weed sometimes. A small reminder that Brian Angelo Jean-Noel the first is emotionally available. Your bitch may be found breaking down my weed sometimes. What the hell is that, bro? I'm obligated to respond when you ask me that. I'm gonna no. see if I can hook you up, dog. I'm good, bro. What is that supposed to mean? I don't need no. I don't need no. Um, I don't need no Benedict Arnolds on the team. Wait, are you saying I'm a pr- the Benedict Arnold? I'm saying you'll set me up with one, a Trojan horse, if you will. You're probably right, though. Maybe. I only got one reminder. Big boy said on the Quemini. Now is the time to get on, like Spike Lee said, get on the bus. Go get your work and keep your beepers chirping. It is a must. This is a reminder that the early bird sells the dope and gets the worm. You need to get up before the sun to shine like one. 2021 is the year for payback. So get every dollar that's owed to you because this time, this time is for the money, my nigga. You niggas, it's okay to cry because you ain't as hard as you think you are. It's been episode 99 of Running Triz. 99 Paul Jay-Z's version. You see me in on the block, protect your motherfucking neck. You wanna know why? Because we got 99 problems, nigga. Please don't be one. Bitch! <laughs>